Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Time for the all new. It's a whole new ballgame around here. A new sound spectacular. Sean Salisbury. Former NFL quarterback, Sean Salisbury. USC Trump. friend, Sean Salisbury. Brian LaLima. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop, chop, it says I'm gonna win big. This is the all new. Sean Salisbury Show. Welcome into the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. You can also listen to us on that free iHeartRadio app. The Texans officially introduced Bobby Slowick and Matt Burke as their new offensive and defensive coordinators. Jim Beheim let go from Syracuse after 47 years. John Morant will not be charged by Colorado police. He will miss four games in the NBA. And oh, by the way, Rhino, we got uh, got a little something-something today, huh? You know what today is? Uh, Thursday. It is. Thirsty Thursday. It is for you thirsty bitches. Whoa! Thirsty bitches. Yeah. As you turn your mic off as you're talking. Well, I said thirsty. It's it's thirsty bit. Yeah. Thirsty bitches, huh? You have a birthday today. I do. Yep. You want us to sing happy birthday, Mr. President? Or, Or daddy. I only have the president soundtrack. I don't have the uh, okay. daddy soundtrack. Happy birthday, daddy. Mm. Mm, tough sled. I'm not, I have to do that after the show. You yeah, can't quite get to that, can no, you? No, I can't. You want to go? You want Ryan? Do you want to do that for the post show vid? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. I'll wear my Marilyn Monroe dress. You guys got me a nice bottle of vodka. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't go Stoli Chnaya. Yeah, but it's not Stoli Chnaya. Nice. Yeah, I love the design of the bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, distilled in San uh, San Diego, mm-hmm. hometown. Yeah, nice. I haven't seen. That. I haven't tasted that kind of. So thank you guys for the nice gift, and I appreciate the happy birthday wishes. And yes, today is it. So I'll be choosing all the music. First up. Yeah, the bitch had a bitch had a bitch is back. But she didn't go anywhere. I was talking about you two. Oh, okay. Well, Dude, and you 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 rolled in early today. Yeah. Dude, I, I What's mean, going on? Hey, he had to get up and take look, an early dump. That's look, what happened. Man, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, if you're early, you're on well, that'll time. That'll make you horny at if you're six. On time, you're late. Uh, nice. You're never late. No. Um, but yeah, man, it's 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 another day. But you know what? I'm on the right side of the dirt, so I'm always feeling blessed about How this. How old so. are you today? 41? 44. Go ahead, sing. Okay. Bitches, sing. Singing. Sing. Let him sing. They're singing for us. John! What? And many more. Right. Don't look at her. What hurts is you guys will like sing along to some song you're horrible at. I mean, you know, your style, you'll like mm-hmm. start to blow your, so you, you'll think you sound like, like backstreet you'll boys. think you'll sound yeah. like, yeah, like, like a backstreet boy. Well, which, we crushed Panama the other day. Right. So we did. Also, we really yesterday, did. Yesterday, we yesterday did. was a big that was Panama. Off the rip too. It yeah. was. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, happy birthday comes and you guys bitch out. Nah. It's, tough, it's, it's tough, always yeah. one of those kind of, 
I don't know. When I was singing to a guy, staring yeah, into his to eyes, a dude, yeah. singing, singing happy birthday. When you really stared at him, like right, if the whole office him, yeah. was in here, I'd, I'd sing. But right. but you be go- but when you're singing, you like to go like this too. Like you know, you like to look around. Right. But when it's so intimate, like with just three of us, and you're staring right. into my eyes, like three gaze- guys being dudes. I mean, yeah, like when you gaze into my mm-hmm. eyes and say happy birthday, daddy. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Right. And it's first segment. I got to warm up the pipes. Happy birthday <laughs> to you! Yeah, yeah. Some of yeah. us don't roll out of bed. Yeah, I can't. Like I can't do that. Jesus. Yeah, no, exactly. well, say it louder for the people in the back. I said some every, people. Yeah, not everyone rolls out of bed sounding like Fergie and Jesus. You know, some of us got to warm up a little. Thank you. Right. Thank you. So yeah, so it's great to be here. Uh, I don't take days off on birthdays. Okay, we're here to party, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I, mean, I did. Did you notice I didn't call it my birthday week, Sam? Um, Sambo. Um, <laughs> Birthday week, birthday month. So uh, I'm driving in on Y2 Country last week. Remember how we gave Sam a hard time? Yes. So uh, what's Buzz Brainerd? You know, yeah, you know, Buzz. The, the yeah, Buzz, yeah, the DJ. The yeah, yeah, that's right. Running that six-hour shift in the morning. Right. Buzz Brainerd. Buzz is talking about it's a country singer's birthday. And talking about birthday week, he goes, well, I don't know many guys. Mm-hmm. No, he says this. Uh-huh, I know, he t- I know he goes, where he's going. Yeah, he goes, I don't know many guys, just like we said, that talk about their birthday week. The guys don't celebrate a birthday week. That's usually reserved, basically, we're saying for females. And Correct. they celebrate their week or their month. So, as we talked about last week. So, no, it's not like, hey, it's my birthday week. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> so thank you guys. Yeah, um, I appreciate it. It's uh, another year, but I'm I don't take them for granted. I don't celebrate them over over celebrate, but I am grateful for the well wishes and um, with with a little with another year it gets a little more wisdom. But I feel like I'm uh, defeating age because I feel young and energetic and happy. So yeah, it's I'm a good. Uh, it's a good time of the year. Yep, it, it is. It is. It's uh, love it. Uh, well, for some people, it's going to be spring break in a couple of days. We got conference tournaments kicking off. March Madness will be here. I'm with peeps I like to be around. Right. You know, it's always a good thing. So spring thank you, training guys. is uh, in full effect. World Baseball Classic underway. Did they hit Altuve? No, they didn't. He uh, uh, let off with a hit okay. off of Brandon Belak. So did you want them to do that? Yeah, I wanted them to hit him because, you know, he wasn't involved in 2017. But I figure if you're the Astros, you say, gosh, dang. The guy was involved Enough's in enough. yeah. Let's, let's hit him right, and so, he got and he got a hit right away. Yeah, he must have known the signs, dude. Yep, yeah, that's yep. he yeah, had to gotta, right. Yep. We got to you got to Astros people. The Astros teams pissed off at him. It had oh, to be yeah. it had to be Altuve in 2017, right? Right. So I'd have plucked him, wouldn't you have? Maybe a couple times, probably. Right yeah. in the ribs. Good for Tuve. Yeah, who Tuve, won? By the way, to... I didn't see the get score. Uh, Venezuela eight to seven or nine to eight. Yeah, a lot of walks, and it was a three hour and fifty minute game. Because there was no pitch clock, no shift, nothing. Yeah, different rules for them, right? Right. They went back to the quote-unquote old rules. Not road rules, but old rules. Old rules, yes. yeah. Yeah. It was a long game. A lot of walks. So, okay, well, how do you feel about it then? There was a really long game. We've had a lot of quick games in Grapefruit League. Well, if you if you cut down on the walks... That's going to make it a more... Then more, I'm okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, with that, I mean, you know, listen, what, what are we going to get? If they call this to the letter of the law, not talking about yesterday's game, you're going to get between two hours and 40 minutes and two hours and, and three hours type of game. That's basically it, right? Every now and then you may get two pitchers that are throwing nothing but strikes, working fast, and you get a 230. That's, that's fine. Yeah. As long as it's not rushed or hurried. 
but it's just urgent's okay with me. But yeah. so good, good for Altuve. They didn't pluck him. We we do that tongue and cheek, guys. Of course, we don't want Altuve hit yeah. by the Astros, but the rest of the world probably does yeah, because man. that's how stupid some people are when they think about they can't let go of something. So, what's the excuse for the 2021 World Series champions or 2022 World Series champions? What's that excuse? What are we using mm. across the country for that one? They mm. cheated in 2017. They did, you got yeah. a good point. Carryover? Yeah, carryover, yeah. yeah they're still doing that. So Dusty just learned the new cheating escapade, you know, the, new, the new cheating it ways, and that's how the, they won this year? He did, yeah. the interview process. Right. Yeah. So when a pitching staff's that dominant and the mm-hmm. hitters weren't that good, well, how'd they cheat? Um, I don't know. They, they just did it. Yeah, 2017. Right. How do, right. How, how do you cheat as a pitcher if you can't put anything on the ball? And you right. just, I mean, so. What do you think? There you oh, go, man. There you go. Dusty knows. Framber has it in his hair. Yeah. What, a strike? That. Those a lot of them. Yeah, little rosin them up yeah. there, yeah. Do you call yeah. it resin or rosin? It's rosin. Yeah. Yeah, I like rosin. Yeah. How's it spelled? R-O-S-I-N. I would doubt that. It's They'll, Ian? Just check and see if, see where we are. Okay. I mean, you might be right. I use a lot of rosin at the uh, Yeah, rosin lanes. Is it spelled R-O-S-I-N? R-O-S-I-N. It's not spelled R-E-S-I-N, right? No. Okay, R-O-S-I-N. Good. Are you asking me or telling me? I'm He's telling, telling you. Right, I'm good. looking it up right now. All right, good. It's uh, $6.79 on Amazon if you want. I got a couple of them. Or twelve ninety nine at Dick's. I, oh, I, I use them. I just keep it along, right alongside my bed. Rosin. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. I want to make sure, you know. When you're doing your <laughs> high bar balance beam, or what are you doing there? That's what I, the, the TV clicker. Oh, I don't want to slip out of my hand. You got to make sure to have a good grip on that. <laughs> yeah. on that. Do you yeah. call it a clicker? I call it a clicker. Call it a clicker. You don't call it a remote? No. I sometimes. I call it a clicker, though. Right. Don't you click it? You got, sometimes you got to double click you your mouse. Click the, yeah, you click the bean, man. You got to. You got to click it. Click, like coffee. Click the yeah. bean. Yeah. Click the mouse. Click the Yeah, double click your mouse. Remote. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't double click it. I just click it. Right. So you call it a remote, right? You're correct. That's usually what it's called. Yes. The clicker is... That was back in the day. Yeah, okay. We had three That's channels. Fair. That's fair. That's right. Well, we didn't have that. You have to go up and turn it remote yeah, and get up and yeah. go, CBS, NBC, ABC. That was it. And if the president was on, your whole night was ruined. Yeah, it's screwed. Mm. Do you, <laughs> but it, but then back then the president could carry on a conversation. Um, anyway, is so. there anything special you'd like for us to do today since it's your birthday? Well, he said sing happy birthday, daddy, but we're not, we're not, not doing, doing that. Doing so that. you've already zero for one. I'm not doing. Um, that. Let's see if we can go zero for two. Uh, I He's guess. so likable. Yeah. Ryan, we have a request to open up the phone lines. Oh, that would be good. Yep, there request to open up the phone lines. We'll get to you know. My only request is that everybody's just watch out. Does everybody's just happy? You just want everybody to have fun. Uh, yes, I just want everybody to have peace and happiness and joyful 2023. I'm going to start with the man in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay, what are you, Michael Jackson? Yeah, just you know, another new year. Okay. A d- delving deep into my soul uh-huh. and seeing what I can do better this year. Okay. Doesn't that sound cheap, like a motivational speech? It does. We I'm should put that on a bumper sticker. change your ways. Yeah, well, well why wouldn't you? Um, Shamo. Uh, so, no, there's nothing special. Good music, good laughs, great uh, football, baseball, basketball. Kevin Durant <laughs> slipped on a uh, on a on, on, the on, hardwood? The, on the hardwood floor and hurt his ankle. You know they call it the guy. turf monster. Well, I guess yeah. the hardwood monster got tough, him. Tough, man. Tough. Get him. Hopefully he's okay in seriousness. So, just some good sports talks, a lot of laughs, and um, I appreciate everybody. The yeah. truth, we've been doing this now, guys, since July as this team. Mm-hmm. Best team I've ever had in radio, honestly. Dan Patrick had a bath, but we did that for you. This is, has been a one hell of a run already, and it's going so fast. But I got great teammates. Thank you, guys. You make it's it's easy to get up at three thirty in the morning when I got good teammates, and I we got great listeners and fans and.
27, 20, 28 years now of doing this, and this is I'm having as much fun as I've ever had, and I'm as passionate as I've ever been. So healthy and happy, and I got great friends. So yeah, I'm I'm grateful for another birthday, but more importantly, I'm grateful for incredible support because I know what rock bottom looks like, and I like this a lot better. So this is awesome. So thank you guys. Yeah. No, thank you. You made, you made it awesome. John, great to have you. good thank teammates. Thank you. Happy birthday, 60th. There it is. Bobby Slowick was introduced to the Houston Texans yesterday, and he talked about his offensive philosophy. What is that going to look like? That's next. Sports Talk 790. Going nonstop. Sean with former QB, Sean Salisbury. On my birthday cake, we're gonna bake a birthday cake. Put another candle on my birthday cake. I'm another year old today. I'm gonna have a party with my birthday cake. Come on and take some birthday cake. Put another candle on my birthday cake. I'm another year old today. We'll have some pie. What is this? Where's the Could you? This is a song you chose. Are you serious? This is so bad. I was told that this was something that you would. No. I was told that this is a throwback someone to call in from Southern California. I was going to tell you that you're so full of crap, it's coming out of every single pore. Are you serious? Yeah, this, this song sucks. Oh, it's not your song. What is this, Gene Autry singing it's in the 30s? Sheriff John Birthday Cake Polka. Apparently, if you grew up in Southern California, you know this song. Did someone call in and say Yes. Who was it? I don't remember. You can neither confirm nor deny. Wow, Sean. I gotta come got clean. I must have been listening to different uh, Maybe music. Maybe I have the wrong cut. They said it's an older song. Could be the wrong cut, couldn't it? Could be the wrong cut. Well, sorry to let you down on your birthday, over too. That's all right. I guess I'll just leave. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> Rockets. You really haven't let me down, but it sounded good. Rockets taking on the Pacers tonight. 6 p.m. tip-off. 5 p.m. launch pad starts here on Sports Talk 790. UT taking on Oklahoma State in the Big 12 Conference Tournament. You can hear that. On our sister station, 950 KPRC, that coverage starts at 530. Jim Beheim let go from Syracuse after 47 years, and the Texans officially introduced Bobby Slowick and Matt Burke as their new coordinators for the team. Before we get to that, let's get to Al in Columbus. What's going on, Al? Good morning. Morning. Good. Good, buddy. How are you? Good, good. Hey. I, I call for one reason and only one reason this morning. I called to tell Sean happy birthday. Al, thank you. I really appreciate I, that. It's very kind. We appreciate you constantly being a great supporter of this show, and I sure as hell appreciate you uh, giving the well wishes and the birthday wishes. Thank you. Best, best sports talk uh, uh, show and uh, crew in America. Love listening to you guys. I know it's your birthday today. I know that Brian's birthday is next week on Wednesday, and my birthday is the following week on Tuesday. And you know what? So Ryan's birthday. Only bir- the cool kids are born in March. Yeah, and guess what? Get a load of this, and we yeah, didn't know we this. Go. We didn't know this till yesterday because he kept it so under wraps, and normally we find this stuff out. Ryan's birthday was March 7th. We got a right? we got yeah. a March 7th, a March 9th, you, Mine's and a March 15th, 15th here. Yeah. All on the same team. No wonder this show's so good. Gotta love it. Good gracious. That's, that's so, right. so we're going to celebrate Ryan's birthday another time, but it's, he's such a disappointment to society for not telling us that yesterday thank was his you. birthday. Thank you. But we'll get to him. Al, thank you for the wishes, and happy birthday to you too, brother. Thank you. Thanks, Al. Appreciate very nice. It. Yes, that was very kind. Yeah, Ryan's birthday was on the 7th. That's right. We yeah. found out yesterday uh, and ripped him to shreds, and it was just yeah. like fatherly disappointment right, that the man. kid wouldn't tell us. And we do our due diligence on birthdays Right, here. exactly. 
So it's okay. Ain't no slouches when it comes to birthdays. Joke. Anyway, how you doing, Rhino? Good to see you. Ryan, Al, thank you. Ryan, your birthday was two days ago. Happy belated birthday, Ryan. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Great stuff, you know? Hey, I'm on the right side of the dirt, so I'm feeling good. (laughs) Two days ago. Keep keep skipping stuff, and I'll make sure you're no longer on the right side of the dirt. How you like them apples? Whoa. Uh, But thank you, Al. Yeah, it's great to... Mm. You know what? great to support it's great to have another birthday really is oh yeah it's great because you <laughs> another day of living right yeah would have been great to know ryan's birthday you live know? laugh love yeah whatever. well once i found out you guys aren't into birthday weeks i was like i'm not gonna even bother yeah you hid yours yeah i'm just a big birthday week guy even we had to have him show us his id yesterday because we didn't, didn't actually believe, believe him didn't believe me you had your id yeah fake ID. id's nuts uh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! There you go. All right, Bobby Slowick. When do we quit calling him Bobby? How old is he? How old is he? Thirty-seven. At some point in time, you gotta you gotta make the switch to Bob, right? I think it's because of his last name. I think sometimes like Bobby Slowick rolls off the tongue better than thirty-five. Sorry, thirty-five. Right, Bob Slowick. Bob kind of stops the 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 the, the smooth transition to Slowick. Bobby Slowick. You're right. You're you're exactly right. But at some point in time, I mean, can you can he be sixty-five and let's call him Bobby? Yeah, you can't. Is there a time when oh, you become oh. Bob because you're a grown up? Yeah, I, I think guess maybe so. Once he gets out of the coaching game, once people stop referring to him as Slowick, and he's just Bob. What's up, Bob? He's yeah. 35 years old. He'll be 36 in June. Do you know where he I went mean, to like college? When I, when, I, when I talk to De Niro or or Duval, uh-huh. this is Bob. Right, yeah, they're well, they're very established. You know, those of us where Brian? In, the, in the industry, yeah, right. yeah, makes sense. <laughs> what did you say about Slowick? Do you know like, where you went to college? I'm going to say Sol Ross State, John Carroll University. Neither St. John is what? Give me the conference. Uh, I'd have to. You look don't it know, up. so it's a smaller school. Yes, um, Slippery Rock, West Texas A and M. No, give me the state, Michigan. Uh, the, they the, are in the G, the they Chippewas. Are the, they are in the Great Lakes Grand Canyon State. They're in the Great Lakes Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. I mean, Grand Valley, not conference. Grand Canyon. That would be actually in Arizona, Grand Canyon, Grand Valley State. Unless, and wait a minute, um, hang on, hold on. Let's see, let's see. Did they did they go up? Did I don't they, know. What's the name of his school? Michigan Tech. Michigan Tech, one of the yeah. powerhouse. Yeah, but hey, you know Good what? Hockey school. Yeah, but here's Bobby Slowick. Some call him Bob. Very few do. Okay, so now, now I, I introduce the USC. Would you they, screw up? Yeah, they used to be. They used to be in the GLIAC. Now they are in the the GLIAC. The CCHA. Does that really matter to us? I don't even. What's the CCHA? Never What's mind. that That's for their hockey? So, Dude, what, oh, wait, wait, okay. how many never minds you giving us on Bobby Slowick's University? Yeah, so here we go. All right, so that's just for their hockey program. They're in the CCHA, which is the Division One Central Collegiate Hockey Association. All right. Well, did Bobby okay, Slowick so play hockey? So for everything else, they are in the GLIAC, the GLIAC. Yeah, the GLIAC. Yes. All right. Well, Michigan here's what Tech, I know. Maybe he's the offensive coordinator here. So let's go. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's what I do know. Yeah. Yep, he is 35 years old, and this is what he had to say about his offensive philosophy. Yeah, I mean, 
to start with as far as our identity, um, I kind of already hit it. But um, fast, physical, tough. And, and it all starts from there. And we always, we had always said this when I was at San Francisco, and I believe this to my core. If you get in a room and you're by yourself and you turn on our film, our character should show through when you watch our offense. And I believe that was true when we were in San Francisco, and that's going to be true here. When you when you get in a room by yourself and you turn on what we call the silent tape, you're going to feel a team that's very aggressive, that's fast, that's decisive. There's not hesitation. Everyone knows what we're doing. And we enjoy playing the game. And, and that really overall is, is what we want to do on offense, and that starts – scheme-wise is making sure everyone's on the same page and, again, putting our guys in the best positions to do what they do best and take advantage of their strengths. Um, and forgive me, what was the other part? I said, can a rookie start in your Yeah, I, I, would, I would point to the end of last year. Now, unfortunately, we had to go through um, three quarterbacks last year, but, I mean, we had Mr. Irrelevant. Um, who, who did one heck of a job, but played for us in San Francisco and took us all the way to the NFC Championship game. So I think how you structure the entire thing, offense, that includes defense, that includes special teams, everything plays a hand in, in how it all goes together. Let me explain something to you. First off, and that goes to the reason why you don't ever ask two questions. See? Yeah, long-winded. Yeah, well, I mean, we asked two says, questions. What, so was, what, the what was the second one? Right. right. So that, that, that's, I digress. Automatically what I thought right. about Just when, one. when I heard Agreed. that. Um, secondly, you can obviously tell his offensive philosophy is going to be exactly what they did in San Francisco with a few of his additions that he's had along the way that he's, you know, set at home like we all do, right? Not a piece of paper. Oh, I love this play, right? And then this, the, the third part is, when asking him if a rookie, and I get the question, can a rookie can start in this offense? The last pick of the draft did, so I imagine the first pick can. Yeah. Meaning your first pick, right. the second pick of the draft, or the number one if you trade up. So, and he's exactly right also when you turn it on, what's it look like? We talk about tape doesn't lie. Things stick out. Players stick out. And you should, it's like when somebody leads their, lives their life right, they don't have to tell you. They just show you, right? By the way they do it, a lot of time work in silence. You talk about uh, the silent tape when you're watching, yeah. and you watch it. Oh, this team's physical. This team runs. This team does it right. And my favorite part is, which I don't think they've done the last couple of years, put their players in the best position to succeed, which means to me, just as important, stay out of their weaknesses. Everybody has one. So what you do when you're putting this in is you eliminate situations that put them in a I don't want to say harm's way, but put them in a situation that they may not be comfortable with until you get them comfortable with it. And if that means we run 12 plays instead of 27 plays and five formations instead of 15 formations, then that's what you do to execute it. It's not more or quality, quantity, it's quality. And the best teams I've ever been on or watched or covered or talked to coaches that have led them is what they do, they execute with excellence. You don't do something, and if you don't practice it, you don't run it. I think Bob Sloak's on his way to, to doing something well, and if their philosophy comes anywhere close to the way that the 49ers run the ball and they can get weapons like the 49ers, as a first-time offensive coordinator, get him the right quarterback, whether that's Davis Mills, Bryce Young, or, or Anthony Richardson, we may be on, or Jimmy Garoppolo may be on. Or something. The, the advantage for Garoppolo is you wouldn't have to change any verbiage. You come in here and he hits the ground running, if, in fact, that's the way they're going in year one. 
And Bobby Sloak was asked about Jimmy Garoppolo and a potential rookie quarterback. He went into more detail on those two things. What did he say? We'll hear the audio next and talk about it next on Sports Talk 790. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. Salisbury show here on Sports Talk Seven. Cut, Brino. Did you request this? Can you neither confirm nor deny. Jury still out. Rockets Pacers six p.m. tip off. Yeah, I can confirm. The launch pad starts at five p.m. here on your home for Rockets basketball. Sports Talk Seven Ninety. UT taking on Oklahoma State in the Big Twelve Conference Tournament. Five thirty. The coverage starts on our sister station nine fifty KPRC. Big Twelve's loaded, man. I was talking with it at my baseball practice last night. That Big 12 <coughs> is stout. Oh, man. Conference tournaments getting underway in college basketball. You could have three or four teams come out of there as national title contenders and in the Final Four in the Big 12. They're loaded, man. Taylor's capable. Texas yeah. is capable. Kansas is more than capable. They're, TCU ain't no slouch. They're, they're loaded. There's a handful of teams make a run. It just is a the, monster conference. It, in just basketball. in the state of Texas alone, you've got U of H, Texas A&M is on the rise in the SEC, TCU, Baylor, Texas. Oh, yeah, great hoops. I mean, there's I mean, five teams right I mean, there. No, yeah, don't just call this a football state. Right. I, mean, I can tell you, and when, you, when, the U, uh, when UH pops into the Big 12... <laughs> They're better than all of them. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out when the schedule gets tougher. But I can tell you this. The way they play, there's, there can be no argument about, oh, they play in the AAC. There's good basketball played there, too. Just ask, I mean, Memphis and quite a few teams. But uh, we got good basketball in this state, and the Big 12 is nasty. And that starts, what, Kansas City, right? Yep. There you go. Yep. They're playing uh, today. And then U of H gets their conference tournament underway tomorrow. Uh, don't know who they're playing just yet. They uh, don't. Do they have certain buys into a certain point in the when you win the conference? You know, regular yeah. season. So they don't. They, they, what they don't have to play till what the quarters of the semis? Is that it? Is it the quarters? I'm not sure. Um, is it Rhino? Are you talking to us? Or are you on the call? No, he's call. On, he's on the oh, call. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not sure where they. You know, in certain conferences, you get you get a buy. Like, is it the Big Ten where you, you know you don't have to play? Depending on where you are, you don't play in those early rounds, right? So, yeah, there you go. So they play tomorrow at noon, uh, but they don't know just yet who they're playing. So it would be uh, winner of game number one will take on the number one seed, University of Houston. So they so, get a buy out of that yes, round. There yeah. you go. So good stuff, man. I wish put some money down on it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, so they yeah, so they start in the quarterfinals. There you go. I figured it was a quarter. <clears throat> Sorry, I was waiting for my bracket to load up here. So they'll play the winner of East Carolina and South Florida. That game is today uh, at 11.30 our time. So in a couple of hours, that will tip off, and they will take on uh, the University of Houston. But we talk about the Houston Texans introducing Bobby Slowick as their Offensive coordinator. He was asked about Jimmy Garoppolo and other quarterbacks. 
What did Bobby Slowick say? This is this is the audio from yesterday's press conference. We have a process in everything we go through, and that's roster construction as far as free agency, as far as guys we already asked. He's going to be a, a free agent. Um, and, you know, we grind through that as a coaching staff. Um, we grind through that in the personnel department. We have conversations. I have conversations with Nick. He has conversations with D'Amico. And then uh, Nick and D'Amico kind of, you know, put their heads together and, and lay out a plan of what we want to do going forward, and, and we'll see where that takes us. All right, so it's basically your stereotypical answer. We've got a process, and we're going to follow that process. I would imagine, uh, and and that means Sloak's going to have a say in the quarterback. Mm -hmm. And he should. You're the guy, he's the guy running the offense. He he should have uh, some insight onto who best fits what they're trying to do. I saw, you know, the 33, uh, that's got like Mike Tannenbaum, former players, it's a, it's a, what is it, not an app, but a, it's a podcast show. Yeah, pod where they, they go on different ones, former NFL coaches, current, where they go on there and they break tape down, talk about, give. it's just, it's another way to, and I think Mike Tannenbaum, he might have even started it, but it's called the 33rd, Team 33 or something. <clears throat> so I follow it and they're talking about who's, uh, who's what, and I believe it was them who talked about comparisons. And they compared C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and I didn't see a Will Levis. I don't think on the on the headline. What was it head, called? What was it called again? Is it Team Thirty Three? Team Thirty Three. Thirty Three. Uh, just put Thirty Three into Google or in, in Twitter um, yesterday. So I'm I'm looking. Yeah, the Culture Magazine show. Is it? Yeah, what's it? Well, I don't know. Off the ball? No, it's called Team 33. Yeah, it says Team 33. Team 33. The 33rd off- team. It's called the th- NFL content from former and current NFL players. Um, and so they were comparing. They got their mock draft out, and I'm going to find it right here because the comparisons as I look. And, and you'll find it. So if you go by their comparisons... Um, oh, 33rd team, yeah. Yeah, 33rd it. okay. team. It's a bunch of former players. Yeah, I follow all the time. A yep. bunch of former players and, and front office people, and they talk football, and they interview, and they talk X's and O's. Dave Wanstead's a part of it. A lot of, good, a lot of really, really good stuff. And they'll make comparisons, and they'll do their own mock draft. And it's a really good X's and O's with some people who have coached and GM'd a long oh, time okay. in this league. The mock draft where they have Anthony Richardson going to the Colts with the Colts jumping the Texans and the Texans taking C.J. Stroud. I'm looking at that right here. Right, but there's they they compared them. They compared if you go by the comparisons they make to former NFL players and at their position, they compared uh, groups of guys. For instance, Bryce Young, they had him compared to Drew Brees. Now, that's a pretty. I mean, do you think about Drew Brees? You think about the 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 you know not a great arm, but accurate playmaker, undersized. And if it turns out that he ends up like Drew Brees, guess what that means? Uh, that's that's pretty, pretty good. Pretty damn and good. And two of the other ones, their comparison wasn't good players, but not – was it Ryan Tannehill for C.J. Stroud? Ooh. Or was it Ryan Tannehill for somebody else? And I, I'm still searching, but I'll find it. My point is when their comparisons, when they do that, that – of the three compare of those three quarterbacks that I'm talking about, not even the fourth one. When you look at the comparisons, you'll say, okay, three good solid careers, but one of those is a Hall of Fame career. So if it really turns out 
that Bryce Young, now listen, when you compare somebody like that, you got a long way to go to be Drew Brees. You guys get my point. But you, you also know that if that's what their thought process from a bunch of NFL people that think that that's the closest Bryce Young comes to, then we're look, you're, you're talking about a comparison of phenomenal, phenomenal football player, right, in Drew Brees. Now, I think that's unfair right now to Bryce Young to say, go be Drew Brees, but that's the comp for them. And I'll get the other two comps when I find it, but I, I found that interesting that they feel that highly about Bryce Young because if he turns out to be Drew Brees, somebody's got themselves one hell of a football player. One hell of a football player. With the quarterback position, whoever it may be, Jimmy Garoppolo, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, whoever it is, they're going to need more offensive pieces. What does the new offensive coordinator, Bobby Slowick, think about adding in offensive pieces to complement the quarterback? We'll talk about it next on Sports Talk 790. The Sean Salisbury Show continues. Roy Orbison? Is that who it is? It's not, is it? Is this Roy Orbison? No, it's not. Oh, okay. I just wanted to say that, Dave. What is, you could have put, you could have put on Elton John and I would have said, who is this, Roy Orbison? I just wanted to say his name. Okay, Roy yeah, Orbison. Said, yeah, like we're basically back from break. You're like, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know what's oh, on. Play something fast. You guys ready for the uh for your Aaron Rodgers update? Have you ever heard of Roy Orbison? Yeah, I've heard of Oh, I was Roy gonna Orbison. say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, here's a question for you related to Aaron Rodgers. Who are you more tired of hearing from? Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson? Aaron. Aaron Rodgers for sure. Uh, because I, at I, least we can have fun with uh, Russell yeah, Wilson. I mean, Russell's the gi- Russ is yeah. the gift that keeps giving. Right. So it's it's awesome that he's such a cheese. Who's mo. who's more of a gift that keeps on giving? Russell Wilson or Jerry our, Jones? No, our <laughs> our president, vice president, Russell Wilson or Jerry Jones? I would put four way Russell Wilson on on the cabinet. If I was our president, I mean, just continue to add to it. Could That's you imagine him giving him a pep talk to uh, Joe Biden? Oh yeah, Make no mistake. Couldn't you? Yeah. So, yeah. but but I'm tired. Listen, you can be tired of somebody's act and game and still like them. I I, I don't have an issue with uh, Aaron Rodgers. I don't. No. I don't really have an issue with Russ Wilson, other than he sucked last year and he's had a good career. But then he's added to it with the cheese fact, and it really bothers me that he had he had had a say in. You know, had his own private own office. Private office. Yeah, that floor, kind of stuff. Private it, parking just, spot. it tells you he's not one of the guys. Okay. I don't mean one of the guys you got to go out and drink all the time. Just just belong in there as a star. You got to work extra hard to, and making all that money, Dude, you got to work extra hard to be one of the guys because they've already looked at you like, this guy's in rarefied air financially. He's Russ Wilson. He's got a Super Bowl ring. It is maddening to me that, and I will, this is I sound like a broken record. You go back to the Richard Sherman. And Marshawn Lynch on a podcast together talking about how you had to go through Russell Wilson's agent just to ask for his phone number. It is maddening to me because one of the biggest things that I miss about my college teammates and my college experience when I was playing baseball at Sol Ross State was the locker room times, hanging with the fellas, playing ping pong, playing dodgeball in the offseason, playing hoops after the season was over. And like literally communicating with my teammates, and I know you can say the same thing. No question At no about it. Point 
even if I were to make it to the big leagues or to the minor leagues, no one's going to have to go through my agent to get my damn phone number. Well, also, when you walk into a building and you know you're already, you're a privileged player. You've had a good career. You get all that money. You were traded for, felt like 15 players. So you walk in privileged when you walk in. You're you're different level. You're married to a celebrity, all that. Wouldn't you think that the best way to win a team over is to be one of them? Right. Just be a guy. Yeah. Imagine, imagine, imagine on your off, you got an off weekend, the bye week, and you want to go have a couple beers with the boys. Hey, uh, did, did one of y'all call Tim? Meaning Tim the eight. I don't know his. I don't know who his agent is. We're going to call him Tim. Hey, did you call Tim so we can maybe no. maybe invite Russell? There's the problem. You would never call him, invite him, it's crazy. because it's too much work. That you don't. You should not have to fight for friendship, especially on your team. So with Russ, not only did he have this privilege going in, but then, hey, I want this office. I want my trainer here. The smart guy would have said, I don't want my trainer here. It looks bad. I don't need my office. If you're going to get an office, get an office, get, get a little place where they can put a, a pinball machine in here and for our offensive line, whatever it is. Yeah. You're already in a privileged role. And people look at you different because of who you are, Russ Wilson, celebrity, all those things. And you came in and just added to the, this guy's cheesemo. So, but Aaron Rodgers on there, so he's just a gift that keeps on giving. And I can't fathom he's not going to play better with Sean Payton. But with Russ, with Aaron Rodgers, great player, all that. Listen, Aaron tries to make it, you know what Aaron does? He, He tries to make us feel like he's a really complicated human being. Yeah. And in truth, he's pretty it's, it's pretty transparent. He likes the attention without telling you he likes the attention. He likes you to be guessing what he's doing. There's no question. He's a brooder, and he probably is a little tough to get to know. I don't have a problem with him. That's all right. But his act has grown tired. If I was the Green Bay Packers, I would say, I would literally say, we are trying to trade Aaron Rodgers. And I would, I would shift the narrative. I would start to have Jordan Love feel like this is now Jordan Love's team. We are going to do everything we can to accommodate uh, our franchise and do what's best for us, and hopefully it'll be what's, what's good for Aaron. But we are moving Aaron Rodgers. We are moving on. And, and it's not that we're, we're, we're looking at all situations. You do, dude, if they're allowing Aaron Rodgers to talk to the Jets, guess what? They're done with him. Right. You must understand. It'd be like this. you got a girlfriend, and she says, you know what? You go out and bang somebody else, and we'll, re- we'll regroup. She's either really stupid, or if you did it for your girlfriend, you're either really stupid, or you're done. Okay? You're done. The Green Bay Packers, maybe not everybody, but the decision makers, I'm telling you now, my perception is from this, when has it been like this where you let a guy go out and then he comes back and everything's fine? No. Yeah. You're basically saying, we don't want you. Your act is tired, and he's basically saying, you know what? It is deep inside. He probably knew when the season ended. The leadership, the young guys, a fresh start's okay. It it is okay. If Joe Montana can play somewhere else, guess what? And Tom Brady, so can Aaron Rodgers. He's Listen, he's not above criticism. He's not above saying, okay, we're done with him, no matter how good he is. The reality of the situation, he's he's won one Super Bowl. One. Great. Hard to do, but... At some point, you got to find out who Jordan Love is. And if I'm them, I'm doing just exactly what they're doing. I can't fatten that unless Aaron Rodgers came back and said he'll take a $40 million pay cut, which he's never going to do. Go get assets for him because two years from now, you ain't going to get squat for him. He's still an MVP-type player. 
He loves the banter. He'll say, but he loves that we're talking about this. Or he would end it right now and say, I'm, I'm leaving Green Bay. They need to move on. Jordan loves time and leave on a good note. And I am an Aaron Rodgers fan. I think he's a great player. Th- this situation is done. Yeah. This- hey, honey, go date others and we'll be cool. No, you won't. Yeah, this this is the latest update. And this came about eight minutes ago from Diana Russini of ESPN. In the wake of an extensive in-person meeting between Aaron Rodgers and New York Jets brass, including owner Woody Johnson, there's optimism in the Jets organization that they are on the brink of landing the future Hall of Fame quarterback. Sources close to ESPN. Uh, while... Optimism existed before the California meeting. Woody Johnson felt it was important to meet in person. Johnson left the meeting excited and satisfied about the potential match as the Jets internally are working under an optimism that this will happen. The Jets and Packers remain engaged in conversations about compensation and contract. Those conversations already started before the meeting. And so for now, we wait to see if the Jets can close a deal to bring a future Hall of Famer from Green Bay to New York. And why wouldn't you if you're the Jets? You've got good players. Robert Sala wants to win. Obviously, Robert Sala, that whole group of who he's dealing with. Nathaniel Hackett played where? I mean, coached where? Green Bay before he went to Denver. And now he's, I mean, his relationship obviously knows Lafleur. The Lafleurs know Sala. It's just like, it's almost incestual. You, you, your buddy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just deal inside. Okay, let's, let's give you what you want. I might as well trade him to somebody outside of our conference, outside of our division. It's, it'll be good for Aaron Rodgers. He'll play well, good players. And the truth is, if you're the Jets and Woody Johnson, the owner in the front office, why the hell? This will be the best quarterback. Favre was not Favre anymore when he got there. Still a good player, but not a great player. You mean Rodgers me? at this stage is better than Favre was at this stage, I, I believe. Hey, put some respect on Vinny Testaverde's name now. I love Vinny. But when's the last time that, what they drafted Mark Sanchez in the first round, got to the AFC Championship game, but it wasn't because throwing, handing it off and playing defense with Rex Ryan's team. So when have they had a guy where you're like, oh my gosh. They haven't. Right. They haven't. So of course you do it and you probably overpay and you probably overcompensate the, the Packers. But if you're the Packers, you got to get, you get it while the getting's good. It is time to move on. Yep. And when they said, we're going to look at all of it and see what's best, they were checked out, dude. When this season ended, they checked out on and, and Rodgers. I think has checked out on them, and they'll both probably be better for it. <clears throat> Matt Burke, the new defensive coordinator for the Texans, was also introduced yesterday at a press conference. Will D'Amico Ryan's call the plays with Matt Burke as his defensive coordinator? We'll talk about it next on Sports Talk Seven Ninety. This is the all-new Sean Salisbury Show. Second hour of the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lima, Ryan Money, Texans officially introduced Bobby Sloak as their new offensive coordinator and Matt Burke as their new defensive coordinator. Rockets take on the Pacers in Indianapolis. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 6 p.m. tip-off, 5 p.m. launch pad. We'll start on your home for Rockets Basketball Sports Talk 790. Conference tournaments underway in college basketball. John Morant will not be charged by Colorado police. He'll miss four games uh, for the gun on Instagram Live incident. And, oh, by the way, Mark Adams, Texas Tech head coach, has officially stepped down after... um, some in what what are we what are we calling it guys it's uh in inappropriate inappropriate it's a good word when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year 100,000 mile limited warranty you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible visit your local kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner kia movement that inspires Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Yeah, inappropriate. Insensitive. Insensitive. There we go. Uh, quoting the Bible and making some. Um, Picking the worst quote possible? Yeah. Yeah, I think listen, that's a l- l- good way to put it. Call like we see it. What guy that's a leader of men? <laughs> Talks to his team. Not only the Bible verses, if you think that your team, well, okay, if that if that's what you think, great. I don't think you heap anything on anybody. You let people choose that. You don't you don't want to make any. But to reference what he referenced, at what point in time do you think standing up and referencing would the, the, using the the scriptural reference of. What, 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 do you have the quote exactly? I can get it. Right I don't quick. want to misquote him, but what makes you think that I got a great, I, I got a great motivational speech. I'm going to stand up in front of my team as a leader of men and use this as my reference. No wonder he stepped down. Who, who with common and my thought process is you cannot be this dumb to do this. Okay. He says, Quote, this quote. is from Mark Adams, coach at Texas Tech, correct? So I don't have his actual quote, Okay, but this was a statement. S- summarizing what he said. And it was uh, from the unnamed player. Coach Adams was encouraging to be more receptive to coaching and referenced Bible verses about workers, teachers, parents, and slaves serving their masters. Okay. So you're asking your guys to be receptive to coaching. Mm-hmm. And according to this... He applied slavery and masters to addressing his teammate, which I imagine there's some African-Americans on his team. I would, I but would in truth, that. 
I don't, if it was an all white team, he shouldn't be doing that. Because the, the ears are still hearing it and eyes are still seeing it and saying, is this man really serious? Because you're, you're a leader of men and a leader of men means you're a leader of all races, all religions. You got these young men there. And it also, you got a women's basketball program. It, it covers the whole thing because you're one of, well, probably aside from football, are you not the highest paid person on campus? I'm not saying money goes with it, but there is a responsibility that goes with leadership and coaching. Who would think when you wake up in the morning to address your team that you address them using the phrases slavery and masters when you say, be receptive of coaching? I got a great idea from Mark Adams. It's Mark's his first name, right? Coach Correct. Adams? Yeah, Mark Adams. I got a great idea. Address your team. You say, be receptive to coaching. Teach them how to be receptive to coaching. Have you ever thought that maybe when people aren't receptive to coaching, maybe the guy doesn't know how to impact the player, that he's not doing it right? Maybe it's the man in the mirror. But even if it isn't and they're not receptive, they're young and their attention span, because you got, what, 15 guys, say whatever mm-hmm. it is, on, on the team that you, or more, with a couple walk-ons just to get through practice, whatever it is that you address them, it's a small group. You've got a lot of guys' futures and their lives in your hand, and they're all different. They're all from different walks of life. Some may come from money. Some may come from uh, no money. Some may come from Texas. Some may come from out of town. We could go through the whole roster. But regardless of where they're from, a leader of men does not. How do you, how do you as a coach address it like that and think you know the room? So apparently- and, and how do you lead people in a game? So I can trust him with a buck 20 to go mm-hmm. that he's going to draw up the right X's and O's when he's addressing a team of young, the impressionable, and you're using the phrase of slavery and, and masters when you're trying to get across, be, be coachable? So he told an assistant coach about his intentions behind sharing the Bible verses, and that coach told him that his remarks were troubling, and then he goes on to say, this is, this is the quote from Mark Adams. Quote, I was quoting the scripture. It was a private conversation about coaching. When you have a job and being coachable, I said that in the Bible that Jesus talks about how we all have bosses and we are all servants. I was quoting the Bible about that. Okay, but listen, can can there be a time you paraphrase when you're referring to that and not use those phrases? Isn't there a better? Listen, there's got to be a better way to, to, to get down that path of learning how to coach. And hey. Be receptive to your masters. Well, what? And then you have a coach saying, this is troubling. Troubling? It's wise that he stepped down. Absolutely. Because after that, you lose a whole host of trust. Hey, aren't you the guy when you go recruit? Aren't you the coach that talked about being receptive to, to, to you know, and, and if you're comparing Jesus, I mean, the scripture, some of these guys may or may not know scripture. But there's got to be in all in, in the biblical times and in scripture, there's got to be better references to leadership than that. You get my point? Know the room, man. Or maybe just don't quote the Bible. Why, why, yes, listen. Find a motivational what, quote What are the things that get everybody? Else? Religion. Politics. Race. Gender. Politics. There's got to be a better way to address your team about being coachable and show them a good example of what it is. Listen, Jesus is a great example of sacrifice and all that. But to reference of all the scripture, if you're gonna if you're gonna reference the Bible, that's where you went. 
I mean, I understand we're in the Bible Belt, but not everybody comes from the Bible Belt. Right. And not everybody wants to, even the most spiritual people when they're talking about basketball, don't really want to talk scripture. Some do, some don't. Let them choose. But there's got to be a better way. At what point in time were you sitting there as you're going through it saying, a couple words probably are not the wise ones to use. And I say probably, uh, obviously, uh, underplaying what you can't do it. It's just, it's not even, this is not political correctness. This is not, and so if you come on here and say, hey, I'm, I'm quoting and you use a word that you're not supposed to use, does that mean if you say, well, here's what, here's what a guy said, he dropped the F-bomb, and you just say it and we don't, uh, we, we don't uh, and we don't, you know, dump it, and the FCC hears it, and you say, well, my argument is, I just quoted what this athlete said in a press conference, well, you idiot, you still can't say it, Right. Say this is even worse. Okay, you're talking about slavery and masters and rec- and, and and addressing your team and you're a leader of men. Yeah, you lose trust immediately. And 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 this did, come on, man. So Texas Tech loses. Even if you talk, even if eleven of them or fourteen of them are like, this is weird, but right. they don't say anything. But the one you did say something to, and it's like, what what are you saying? Yeah, you can't do it. You you just can't do it. Whether it's a hundred thousand people. Or 100 people. Best thing that Mark Adams should do moving forward if he ever coaches again is stay away from citing scripture and, and comparing it to being coachable. Are you kidding me? It's ridiculous. Let's go to Jay real quick before we get to the stakeout. Morning, Jay. Hey, good morning, fellas. How's it going, man? I hadn't called in in a while, but I have been listening. Y'all been doing all right? Doing great, brother. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Okay. Yeah, let me, thank you, Sean. Let me just weigh in real quickly. I think, you know, when they talk about real estate, they say the three things that are important, location, location, location. In our culture and everything that's going on, we've become so oversensitized to words. Context, context, context is very important. That example that he used was an excellent example, but he he chose the wrong context. Amen. He is even one-on-one with a player. He doesn't know what that player's religious or spiritual persuasion is or doctrine or anything else. So he should refrain from something that could very easily be uh, misinterpreted. Uh, Another thing with the context, for instance, when it comes to race, we use the N-word in the African-American community and is a term of endearment. You use the same word outside of that context, it's going to be offensive. So, you know, even more so now, we have to be very careful about our words, think before we speak, and sometimes some things are just best left unsaid. Good talking to y'all, man. Have a great day. Appreciate Jay, it, Jay. Very well phenomenal said. Phenomenal stuff, man. He is it's very well. He said. is so friggin' yeah. good when he calls in. He has a he, I mean, talk about a guy who's got the approach. And you know what I love about him? And it's, it's, he's been calling in for a handful of years. So I've been on the show. He's always well thought out of both sides. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of mm-hmm. why uh, he understands this, but wrong context. And when you use it, and basically knowing the room, he just is so. He's so dialed in. I, every time he calls in, yeah. I learn something from him. I really do. Yeah. And so Jay, thank you. It's a uh, we I've, got we got a lot of we got a lot of good Jays that call in too. If you have noticed, what's that? We got like three or four Jays that are always good, right? And Johns, Johns, Jays, Jays, Johns, Jays, Jingles, John Jacob, Jingleheimer, Schmidt. Yeah, man. No, but Jay, great stuff. And so, quite frankly, good way to look at it. I mean, just just look, Mark Adams. Just have some feel, man. And it, it's context and. Wrong audience, wrong right. time. So now Texas Tech, they lo- lose Chris Beard to UT, who was then fired. 
Now they're without a head coach because Mark Adams steps down. And oh, by the way, Chris Beard this is. This didn't rumored. have to happen for Mark Adams. It did well, no, not it have to happen. No, no. So self inflicted. It's right. just dumb. Now, Chris Beard being rumored to be the next Ole Miss head He's going to get coach. hired again. Right. He will get hired again. Make no mistake about Chris Beard. Regard, what he did, I get the mistake. If you're just looking for a guy who knows how to win on a basketball court, Chris Beard can coach. Yeah. He, he can flat ass coach. Right. Now you got to decide if. If if what you're getting is that was an aberration that he's got to be you've got to you know make amends for and do the thing be remorseful or if this is part of the DNA so that's what you got to decide but Mark Adams could have this is just such a such a wrong way to go about it mm-hmm. leader of men got to be smarter than that have you ever ha- heard the term Salisbury steak uh yeah a couple you, times. oh you have yeah okay. well this baby I mean the way you say it, it's like man no no nobody's ever referenced ever. me like that now way to think outside the box appreciate that nice job by you right because that's just a tease into you ever heard hey put your thinking cap on I haven't heard it in a long time yeah, yeah since I have. what you're in like the third grade yeah pretty there much you go. gotcha yeah because we got the stake out next on Sports Talk 790 but before we get to the stake out let me tell you about brotherly love electric. Storm season right around the corner. We know how it gets here in Houston. God forbid we get one of those massive hurricanes to come through or some thunderstorms that knock out power to areas in the city. So why wait for a generator when you can get ahead of it right now with Brotherly Love Electric, a full-service electrician company that has been servicing the greater Houston area for over 10 years And they provide the best home generators on the market. Don't wait for storm season. Get ahead now. They offer American-made Briggs & Stratton generators with full turnkey service done in-house by all of the Brotherly Love crews. They've got, they do the concrete pad, the delivery, the gas soaking, the electrical, and all the permits you need. It's all done by Brotherly Love Electric, and you'll be in constant communication with the crew the entire way. They got the 10-year bumper-to-bumper warranty, 24-7 monitoring of your system, and they will know if you have a problem before you do. They can do it all remote. And best of all, the Briggs & Stratton generator, it's American-made. Check them out online, brotherlyloveelectric.com, or give them a shout, 346-777-3370. Ask for Nathan King or Daniel Hopper for a free quote. All it takes is 15 minutes, and they're going to size up the generator you need. Again, that's brotherlyloveelectric.com or 346-777-3370. Again, do not wait for storm season. Get ahead of it. Get that free quote from Nathan or Daniel Briggs and Stratton. Made in America generators. There's not. A, there's no lead time. Other generator companies here in the city, they've got six, seven, eight-month lead times. At Brotherly Love Electric, you don't have that. Everything is in-house, so give them a shout. Brotherly Love Electric, a connection you can count on. Let the celebration start. More Sean Salisbury. <laughs> the Sean Salisbury Show. All right, Sean, what are you hearing out there? Now, the Salisbury Stakeout. Salisbury Stakeout on the Sean Salisbury Show. It's time for the Stakeout here on the Sean Salisbury Show. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lima, Ryan Money. Texans officially introduced Bobby Sloak and Matt Burke as their new coordinators for the team. Rockets play the Pacers, 6 p.m. tip-off. 
The launch pad starts at 5 p.m. And you can hear all of that action on your home for Rockets basketball. Sports Talk 790. Jim Beheim let go from Syracuse basketball after 47 years. Ryan, did you know today's Sean's birthday? Today is Sean's birthday. So I, I would like some clarification, too. I meant to talk to you guys during the break. I was doing some light reading here. Article on The Athletic is saying that he announces his retirement and that Adrian Autry is to take over the Orange program. But then, like, the ESPN headline said that he got let go. So it's kind of a little confusing there on the word. That's leading. At 79 years old, 47 years, 40, almost 50 years. 1,100-plus wins, a little over 400 losses, three he's a, assistant he's, coach of three Olympic gold medal teams, I believe. 1,116 and 440. A national championship. He a lot of players in the pros. 35 times, yeah. final four appearances, five, six times, uh, led the title with Carmelo Anthony in 03. Mm-hmm. Carmelo's freshman year. I, I just... At 79 years old, the question is, do you want to keep recruiting? Do you want to keep doing it? Do you love it? Or is it time for you to, if he's retiring and he says, listen, I'm, I'm good to go. I still think Jim Beheim can coach. Or does he want to be a, just a one-time guy at Syracuse and get out of it? I, I doubt he needs the money. He's a, a good man, been married for a long time to his current wife. And, uh, you know, his son's been through the program, I think. Uh, yeah, I think he, uh-huh. I don't think he's still there. Maybe even more than one. Um so I, I just, what a successful Hall of Fame run. And regardless of whether it's after 47 years they wanted a change or after 47 years Jim Beheim thought a change was necessary, um, that's, a, that's a hell of a run. What's he going to do next? Who knows? The truth is, probably doesn't have to do anything if he right. doesn't want it. 79 years old. Congrats on a, regardless of the reason why, on a Hall of Fame career. Phenomenal. All right, Ryan, what you got? So for the stakeout, we've heard we've heard callers on the the station. We've seen articles and heard rumors, and there's been a lot of speculation that the Colts are going to trade up to number one to just to get Anthony Richardson, who was originally projected to go in what the early teens, and obviously his draft stock has rose since the combine. Then thought to be in the top ten. The Colts are picking at four. I mean, what is going on with these rumors? Is it really necessary for them to trade up to get Richardson at one, or is this a smokescreen? Or what is going on so the, here? So the rumor, basically, that you've read this morning, Ryan, is that the Colts will, and, and uh, per a bunch of different mock drafts here recent, is that the Colts will jump to number one to get Anthony Richardson. Is that correct? Yes, right. wow. and I've seen it too. Now, here's the deal. Okay. And they're picking at four. Remember, smoke screens happen all the time. So you're telling me he has to jump three quarterbacks. So he went from the fourth best, being mo- by most accounts, because remember, it only takes one to love you. Even mm-hmm. if, if 31 others say, well, he's the fourth best, if one thinks you're the first best, you do it. And if that's the Colts, I understand. I understand the intrigue with his potential and watching just what a freak show he is. But you're telling me, unless the Colts knew something before this, uh, that before from January to now, because he hasn't had his pro day yet, you watched him play at the Combine, that you automatically realize in your mind that we got to trade up to get him. Not Bryce Young, not C.J. Stroud, not Will Levis, who put on a pretty good clinic himself there that you watched him in shorts and a t-shirt and have decided that you've got to go from a guy who was at the beginning of the year, people didn't know where he was. Then you watch him and you say, this is an NFL player. 
and then he's a top 15 pick, and now he's risen to the first pick of the draft according to some mock drafts, and they're just mock drafts, people's opinion. There's no guarantee. So, yes, you say, well, this is, 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 this is typical smokescreen where you're telling people they're going to trade up to get Will Levis, so you trade up, or not Will Levis, but Anthony Richardson, so you trade up and go get him, and your guy's still sitting there when you want to get him at four because if you're the ninth team, you're so intrigued with Anthony Richardson, you say, even though he's a project two years from now or three years from now, we think he's going to be great, we'll trade up. And then the Colts are sitting there and they get their C.J. Stroud or their Will Levis then. I don't know because these happen all the time and having covered drafts for television and ESPN, I've seen it happen in person while you're sitting there talking to the guys or who they're going to get, this guy. So they play the game. But if they have decided, I feel like they're bidding against themselves. Not in the, if you're in the nine hole or the ten hole. I'm talking about the four hole. Unless they've heard through the grapevine that the Texans love Richardson. That the team that's going to trade up and for, that a team like Carolina loves him, that a, you know that the teams the Raiders love him. Remember, we, we're not putting the Raiders in a lot of this talk. The Raiders do not have a. I mean, they got Stidham. They don't have a quarterback that they think is their franchise guy. Right, and so they're they, and they're not going to get Rogers, right, or Rod because right, so. giving up too much for both. So, are they going to be a big player in this? Who knows. Um, and if they aren't, does all of a sudden Jimmy Garoppolo end up a Raider? Who the hell knows, you know, as, as time starts to work towards the draft. But Brian I, and Ryan, I can't fathom. I, I would feel like they're trading against themselves. I feel like at four you can still get Anthony Richardson. But if this groundswell is so big that you see, even as a 53% completion guy, that if we get him to 60, he's going to be a star because he's so physically gifted otherwise. If that's the case, I do get it. But once again, you are drafting to make him the first pick. When you draft a quarterback first, you're assuming he has Hall of Fame ability. You really are. That's what you're saying. Now, it doesn't always work that way. So I would say that I'm going to say that they don't trade up to get him first. That's just my opinion. I do believe the Colts want to trade up, but I don't think it would be to draft Richardson. If it is... That tells you that they think he hung the moon, right? Mm-hmm. That he is, that he, and I get it looking at him why you'd think that. The question is, can you turn him in? Can you, he literally needs to add about 12 to 15 points of accuracy to be a star there. But also, is he so physically good that he can be a star, a Super Bowl guy, and complete 59 to 60%, right? Or can you, do you see the potential? Oh, we can fix him. There's this mechanical flaw. We'll get it. I get the intrigue with his physical ability. I don't believe Anthony Richardson's going to be the first pick of this draft. That's my opinion. I would I would be shocked if they'd trade him. And I would bet, if you said, Sean, you have a futures bet, you have to bet five grand on one of these quarterbacks to be the first pick. It would not be him as the first pick. But I am intrigued with his skill set. I don't think he's going first. That's just my opinion. Let's extend the stake out. So I want to bring up something that an NBA player talked about. We'll ask uh, Sean his thoughts and an extended stakeout next on Sports Talk 790. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. Salisbury Show. That's beautiful. All right, Sean, what are you hearing out there? Now, the Salisbury Stakeout. Salisbury Stakeout. On the Sean Salisbury Show. All right, we are, uh, we're extending this stakeout. 
uh, with Brian, uh, his request, and we'll extend it. Uh, Ryan, Brian, myself, Sean Salisbury here on Sean Salisbury Show on Sports Talk 790. Uh, both the offensive and defensive coordinators speak on their approach here at the Texans. Kevin Durant hurts his ankle maybe out, what, four to six weeks, Rhino? Is could that be. correct? Could if it's be. grade two, could be four to six weeks. They're still looking at it. There you go. Spring training continues. And uh, Sean Kemp is in a bit of trouble, apparently. Uh, drive-by shooting talk. Yeah. Um, I don't know the, de- the de- details of it, but it's, uh, f- it's flowing everywhere right now. And also Jim Beheim, 47 years a bunch of Final Fours, a national championship is uh, no longer now. He's out as the head coach at Syracuse. A hundred, a thousand plus wins, eleven hundred plus wins, and a little over four hundred losses. In a, I mean, been to the tournament what thirty sometimes, Rhino? NC two A tournament, yeah, thirty five. Hall of Fame career for the great Jim Beheim, and that's where we end the headlines and start with uh, question number two of this stakeout extension. What we got here? Yep. So on the extended stakeout, we got some audio here from uh, with T's an NBA player, Fred Van Fleet of Toronto Raptors. Has had a couple of rough games with the refs here recently, and this is what he had to say. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know, um, Ben Taylor was terrible tonight. Um, I thought that on most nights, you know, a couple of the, you know, out of the three, there's one or two that just the game up, you know, and it's, it's, it's been like that a couple couple games in a row. Um, Denver was tough, obviously. Duh. Hit, you get that, yeah, Rhino? Uh, yeah, I got that. Yeah, hit that dump button on Van Vliet's F-bomb at the end. I sat there and went through all of it. I can't believe I missed one. So maybe we'll play it again later after I fix it. If not, basically, Fred Van Vliet um, called out specifically Ben Taylor, a ref in the NBA, saying that uh, he's making it personal. He likes the refs. He thinks the refs do a good job generally. There's just a handful that maybe don't and make things personal. Uh, he pointed out that every tech he's gotten this year has been either from Ben Taylor or a Ben Taylor crew. And so, yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts on Fred Van Fleet's audio there. I know our listeners probably missed most of it because we had to dump it there, but you heard most of it. So what do you think about that? Well, Van Vliet, uh, I, I listen, if it, if it is true that all his technicals or most, the majority of them have come with the same crew, I get why he'd question it and secondly if it's the same guy leading a, a bunch of them i'd get why he thinks it's personal and maybe because it would, which it shouldn't be personal but this ain't the first time in major in the nba that you know a player and a referee have it in for each other or an umpire and a hitter so um yeah you can't make it personal but i understand why van bleet would feel that way but i also he, he must understand that even though he said most of them do a good job, when you criticize a crew, what happens is they're usually a pretty good fraternity. They're like, oh, okay, you don't really – getting technicals is fine. We've all had them if you've played in high school or anywhere else. But um, if this is the crew that continues to hand them down to him, I, I, I get him his thought process. But what I don't get is the fact that he's going to give a – it's going to be a hefty fine. That is a monster fine. He named guys. He didn't just say officials. He named guys and dropped F-bombs, uh, and he said he didn't care about the fine. But it will be stiff, and it will be huge, and he will probably face a suspension if not just a fine. I don't know if you can suspend for that, but he is going to face a, a monster fine by uh, the NBA. You and I both know that. And he knows it too, but he wanted to get it out there. 
But if it is personal, then the refs have to have a better responsibility to call technicals for the right reasons, not for they're making it personal. But only Fred knows that. I, but I would imagine Tim Duncan went with, went through that with what's his name? Who was the the bald headed official? Scott, no, uh, uh, Crawford. Uh, Joey, Joey, Crawford. Joey Crawford constantly. So guys have gone through where, hey, don't we all have one that we're like, we see it in baseball. In the NFL, we've always had a guy that's like, great guys. And then there's the one you're like, oh, here we go. It's going to be a penalty-filled game. So whether it's personal or not, it can't be. That's integrity, you know, the integrity of the officials. But Van Bleet's going to get hit hard with with a fine. And if he's got all that money and doesn't care, then have at it, buddy. Well, this is back to back, too, because their previous game in Denver, he mentions it in the press conference, he goes, you know, that they didn't lose the game because of the refs, but it makes things difficult to overcome. And in Denver, they had some questionable calls and Scotty Barnes looked at uh, Scott Foster and said, Man, y'all are cheating. And Scott Foster immediately threw him out of the game for saying that. Like, yeah. he didn't have any techs on him. He got a single tech ejection just for saying that. Well, the so, way, yeah, well that's, yeah, you're implying cheating that there's something going on here. But even if he yeah. says it, like, kind of, you know, he said it like that. Right. You know, kind yeah. of like, man, y'all are cheating. Like, just kind of like, man, that's a bad call. There was another. Uh, if he said that's a bad call, one thing. But when he said you're cheating, that implies, think about right. Tim Donnie, that implies. Oh, you know, you're on the take or you're you're favoring somebody. There was I a, get why you'd heave hoeing, but listen. Did you see the tech against Jordan Poole? I did not. Where he literally bounces they called traveling or something on him. He literally bounces the basketball to the ref and he calls a tech on him. Did he say anything when he bounced no. it? Oh, so, and then, you know, I, there's no doubt some of them make it personal. They've had a bad day at home, too, meaning the officials are the night before, whatever it is, or they're hungover after their game. I don't know from the night before. There's got a headache, whatever. But you face the big fine. But we protect our refs, man, even when they're not good at yeah. times, even when they're not good. And he goes on to say, uh, Van Fleet, he said, there's a fine line, obviously, I understand that, but I think the jurisdiction and the power trip that we've been on this year with some of our officials in this league is getting out of hand. I'll take my fine for speaking on it, but this is effing ridiculous. Yeah, it's, and, and I'm sure it's, I mean, they're going to get him. I don't know what kind of fine that is, and if he's been fined before, for speaking out against, I don't know if Van Vliet's been fined in the past for it, but I can tell you this: the, that's they're going to hit him hard with this one. Yeah, and not only sling f bombs at him, but he directly called certain officials out and named them. Yeah, he went. Uh, he didn't hold back. That's for damn sure. Uh, he also, I guess, I missed this in the Denver game. He goes on to say, "There was a couple calls earlier that we disagreed with, so I said to my team, come on, guys, let's keep playing through this BS.'" And that warrants a tech. I think that's a little crazy. So he's talking to his teammates, and the refs called him for a tech for saying, you know, let's keep playing through this BS. He didn't say what the BS was. And he didn't direct it at them. By the way, uh, this is an A and B conversation among teammates. See your way out, buddy. Right. You don't need, put it this way, when referees or umpires become the story of the game or inject themselves into being the star of the game, it doesn't usually end well. And Van Vliet's going to get hit big, and if he doesn't care, then why should we? But right. sometimes referees, in my opinion, need called out and need held accountable. The problem is that we, and umpires, a lot of times we we overprotect them. Yeah, we just do, and they're part. Of, they're they're a big part of the game. We, I do. I think we overprotect quarterbacks, and I think we overprotect for different reasons with rules, and I think we overprotect our referees. They do a really good job. I wouldn't want it, but. If they're making it personal, that needs to be called into question. But also, um, 
I don't have see. I, I don't know why you can't criticize them right. once in a while as a player. Like, oh, well, you, I think they're, they're allowed to fine you for saying something, but you're not allowed to criticize them. I, don't I think get it's it. kind of funny that just uh, last week Adam Silver, or whenever the All Star break was, what two two weeks ago, where he comes out and says that, oh yeah, we we hold our referees accountable and they get fined and they get punished and this and this and this. And then you've seen some how really bad never, officiating. How come we never hear what the fine? Days. We never hear the fine. No, we don't ever. If they get fined, we'll, but we're going to hear exactly what Van Vliet gets hit with. Mm-hmm. If it's fifty grand or a hundred grand fine, whatever it is, we're going to hear. So if you do find a referee for doing something or being too in the player's face, like, you know, sometimes umpires initiate an argument. You know, the guy looks at him wrong and they jump out in front and want to start the, yeah, start the fight. It. Right. Yeah. So why don't we ever hear what the official was fined? Why are they protected, but the player isn't? It's always a question. Just curious. Yeah. It's always the... But Van Vliet went all in, and it's going to cost him. Yep. Kevin Durant injured himself last night. What's next for KD? We'll talk about it on Sports Talk 790. Hey, bet on your game. It's March Madness. Go ahead and bet on your game. Don't, 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 don't bet on your retirement. All right, there you go. March Madness is coming up. Put the ball in your court. I did, and the court that I choose to put it in is Trajan Wealth. TrajanWealth.com. And it's also March and it's St. Patrick's Day. Don't live your life on four-leaf clovers. That's probably not smart financial work. Get a trusted local financial fiduciary who has your best interests as their number one priority, and that is T-R-A-J-A-N, Trajan Wealth. They're in the woodlands and Sugarland, and they're really, really good. They're really, really good at getting answers to your questions with their data-driven company. They're local and trusted, but they're also veteran-led by Jeff Jr. and family-owned. They, uh, they care about building trust with you, so the road to retirement is just as enjoyable as the retirement. Say when it, it, Listen, everybody talks about retirement, but who the hell wants it to be miserable getting there where you can't live a life knowing what your threshold is, knowing what your uh, risk tolerance is with the market, knowing when to be cash happy or when to be buy low and sell high or buy low and hold on then sell high. All these things that come into play when you're talking about your finances. Listen, who doesn't want peace of mind and security? Who doesn't want generational wealth? Who doesn't want to trust their financial advisor? We all do. So when you're betting on something, make it a game, not your, not your finances. You've spent year after year after year working hard to plan. You've planned your work, now work your plan, and Trajan Wealth will do that. Get your free review at TrajanWealth.com. 346-371-3330. 346-371-3330. TrajanWealth.com. Financial advisory services offered through Trajan Wealth, LLC. An SEC-registered investment advisor paid advertisement. The Sean Salisbury Show continues. And if you don't know, now you know. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. Kelvin Sampson is the AAC Conference Coach of the Year. Let's hit that mic on. Oh, I thought I, hit, I did go. hit it. It didn't yeah. turn on. I said, what a shocker. 
This guy better be considered for National Coach of the Year, too. Rockets taking on the Pacers tonight. 6 p.m. tip-off. You can hear the launch pad on Sports Talk 790, which will start at 5 p.m. Jim Beheim let go from Syracuse after 47 years. John Morant will not be charged by Colorado police. He'll miss four games. Kevin Durant was supposed to make his home debut for the Phoenix Suns last night, but he rolled his ankle in pregame warm-ups. People in the organization fear that he is facing a grade two sprain of his ankle and will miss up to four to six weeks rest of the season and potentially playoff time. Tough sledding for KD. Yeah, they're going to make a championship run, which they've made the last two years. He's going to need to be healthy for sure. And they're a legitimate threat with him on the court. There's no question. But this constant being hurt, what a, what a freaky way to get hurt. But I don't know, man. It's going up for happens, a, happens often. Not, going up not for like a routine that, you, layup yeah. and rolled the ankle. Yeah, nothing it's tough. The old glass bones and paper skin. Yeah, tough, man. But if he can be healthy in the playoffs, it's going to be fun to watch the Western Conference. And I wouldn't discount the East either. They can, they've got a, two or three really good teams. So yeah, the only thing I will run. say is if they can weather this storm, KD seems to be one of the best players at coming back from injury. As in, whenever he gets back out on the floor, eventually it doesn't look like he's missed any time at all. Oh, no. He comes back ready and firing on most cylinders, if not all of them. So, yeah, they weather it and get themselves in, which, I mean, they're in, but then get themselves healthy in the postseason. It's going to be a fun run to watch in the Western Conference. The West is jockeying for position. I just wanted to say that. Good saying. A whole saying. bunch of teams between like 4 and 13. Basically. That are battling for a handful of spots. Yep. Warriors were flirting with the play, and they could go all the way to home court advantage in the first round. That's nuts. Hard to fathom, isn't it? 17 games left in the NBA season. Yep, and uh, I'm worried the Rockets aren't going to win another one, just to keep it local. But Well, uh, let's see. They've, uh, my goodness, dude, they have, so they play Indiana tonight, and then yeah. they have one, two, three, four, five, six straight home games. Yeah, a lot of home games. I'll be at Toyota Center a lot. Come say what's up. You work but, at Toyota Center? Uh, I work for the Rockets who play You work for the Center. Rockets? Yeah, there is a difference. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Whoa. No, there really is. They have two I, They have two businesses because Toyota Center has its own employees that handle games and concerts, and I work specifically for the Rockets. But At the venue. At, at the Toyota at Center. At the Toyota Center, yeah. Mm. So a little, it's interesting. So anyway, Pacers don't play any defense. So yeah, maybe they play, you know, mess around and get a win tonight, but it, I doubt it. But they have a lot of home games, so hopefully, you know, they play better at home than they do on the road. So we'll Is see. Is Zion Williamson back yet? Another two weeks, they say. <laughs> Another two weeks with that hamstring. So Zion, <laughs> not looking good for him. You ever heard this song? Come to Zion, come to Zion. No, I haven't. Hey, your bloods <laughs> of anger flow. What? It's a church your, song. Oh, I think for your birthday you should sing every Come segment. to Zion, come to Zion. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Adams has joined the broadcast. No, I just sang a, mm. I sang a oh, song. Zion's we a said Zion's church. A, yeah. Church song. Zion what? I didn't cite scripture. Come to Zion, come to Zion. Z-I-O-N, okay? Common spelling. It's a hymn. That, uh, it's, it's, and it's in the hymnal, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, come That's to just, Zion. It's just, uh, it's, hey, it's me being exuberant on my birthday. Oh, yeah, exactly. exactly. Today's your it's, birthday. It's an ode to Zion. Ah. There you go. Yeah, because the uh, Rockets play the New Orleans Pelicans back-to-back 
uh, on the 17th and 19th. Yeah, and Zion is apparently out another two weeks Had mm. a with that hamstring strain. I guess had a setback in rehab. In other injury news, Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic exited the game against New Orleans last night. Little with a knee. Left, little left thigh strain. Is thigh knee. Reading. I saw him get yeah. taped up on the, on, the, on the bench. And don't ever compare me to Mark Adams. Oh, I'm yeah, not that dumb. Yeah, no. yeah, don't ever do yeah, that. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, it's yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. It's your bad, but that's cool. It's all right. Yep. So really, it's it's just like every year with any sport, basketball, football, baseball, man. If you're healthy going into postseason, you've got as good a chance as anybody. So really going to come down to health for a lot of these teams with 17 uh, games left. Speaking of, of the NBA, Molly Karim. On first take, her name would be Molly Kiram. Molly Kiram, but go go again. Say like you said. <laughs> it's Molly Kiram. We'll leave it at that. Okay, Molly Kiram. I guess when I was sitting next to her, in, Molly, in, in you never work. sat next to her. We worked together. No, oh. no. was she coming up the ranks? Says yes, she was. She was. What was she doing when you were there? A lot of fantasy uh, football stuff. Matthew Barry just getting so she's started been there for. A oh, she's while. been there a long time. Molly Hell, I was there twelve years. Yeah, Molly no, no you, you go with what you want because Molly you Kerim. say this is her name. <laughs> this, yeah, I you, know you her go name with that better than anybody. Right, you you run with that one. Molly yes, Kerim does a nice job and a really nice person. Had some things to say about what Kendrick Perkins said about the voting. She said, "Quote: The NBA publicly announces the voters each year, and after review, it's clear the panel is much more diverse than what was portrayed by Kendrick Perkins, and we wanted to make sure that we corrected that today." Yeah, I'm really glad because I think that uh, interview that we played with Charles Barkley yesterday. It was a long interview, so we didn't play all of it, but the guys that he was interviewing with go on to say they're like, yeah, 80% is not the number. It might be in the 60s or something. I don't know what the number is, but yeah, Kendrick Perkins sitting there saying, I know the facts. Yeah, he These said, the those facts. are the facts. And Listen, it's not the facts. Kendrick Perkins, <laughs> there's going to be a direct deposit paycheck for him, too, and yep. that's okay. I'm, I, I'm glad he's getting paid, but facts... No, those aren't the facts. Secondly, you took you had to have a, a the host of the show come back on and apologize for your for your false information. Yeah, exactly. And not only did you apply false information, you threw the race card on it as well, which makes you look doubly ignorant. Okay, so once again, I can just tell you. Kendrick Perkins isn't telling me anything about X's and O's on basketball. He should. He played it. I should like some insight. The insight that 80% that they only voting for the white guys in the past because, well, they all have one thing in common. And you know what that is. I'll let this marinate. And now you have to have the, the, the host of the show come on and basically correct the guy who said, and those are the facts. J.J. Reddick pounded him into submission with his his wrath on that show. So the next time Kendrick Perkins announces something as facts, guess what you should do? Look it up. Thank you. <laughs> Verify Fact it. Check. There, yeah. there, there you go. They're basically saying Molly is our analyst was clueless. Yeah. It's far more diverse and well, we knew it was clueless when he blamed basically saying a stat patter and that he's white is the reason this guy's going to possibly win his third most valuable player award in Nikola Jokic, which is just flat out stupid. Yeah. Dumb. Very dumb. Ignorant. 
But those aren't the facts. Thanks, Molly. Molly Kiram. Thank you. Thank you very much. Molly Kiram. Will D'Amico Ryan's call plays for the defense? We'll talk about that next. Top of the hour on the Sean Salisbury Show. Sounds spectacular. Sean Salisbury. NFL quarterback, Sean Salisbury. Sean Salisbury. Brian LaLima. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop, chop, he says I'm gonna win big. This is the all-new Sean Salisbury Show. 803 here in Houston, Texas. Welcome into the Sean Salisbury Show on Sports Talk 790. You can also listen to us on that free iHeartRadio app. Happy birthday, Sean Salisbury. You're 60 today. Sorry, I just wanted to get that in the headlines. Texans officially introduced Bobby Slowick and Matt Burke. Offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, Rockets taking on the Pacers. 6 p.m. tip off the launch pad starts at 5 o'clock here on your home for Rockets basketball. Sports Talk 790. Kelvin Sampson is your AAC Conference Coach of the Year. You're welcome, Sean. You are welcome, sir. I'm grateful. Grateful. Grateful and blessed to receive your 19th offer. My nineteenth birthday wish. Twenty oh. first birthday wish. No, okay. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. So you're gonna like do sixty to shots today, dude? No, nope. I'm actually in my forties. We, we got you some nice spirits. Forties. Yeah. Yes, you did. Thank so you very much. Maybe, nice maybe crack that bottle open. You know, yeah, right after the show when okay. I get home. All right. Nah, you don't. You know, not gonna drink. A little and drive. day drinking. Yeah. Dang. Why wouldn't I? Must, well, today's a day. There's nothing going on. Once I leave here. Today, you're there, on the sheets today. No, there are no sheets. Oh, hell no. Okay. Why would I? No. Th- what do you mean hell no? You take a nap. Every now and then. When's the last time you were in my bed? Mm, I mean, I know you, uh, you text me and say, Sean, please let me. What was that, Monday? But well, I no. think it was Monday. Yeah, it was Ryan Monday. I'd were both probably in there. get yeah. a nap. I was going to bus toss us like that, 15, right? I don't, I don't 15, know. 15, when you telling me I get a nap. No, 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 no. You, you told me the no, other day, I hey, s- man, I woke up from a three-hour nap. Did. I crushed a three-hour nap. I haven't had a three-hour nap in my friggin' life. You were in bed oh, at like 7 o'clock the other night. Is that a nap or is that going to bed? Eight o'clock. I went to bed. At I eight think o'clock. my whole point is, is when I said you go into the sheets, day, you say, "Oh hell no!" Oh, I might hell go to the I'm sheets, but I'm not going to sleep. Like, like, like napping. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay, I might go to the sheets. What's his name? Uh, Pound cake. Uh, I stole him from you. <laughs> uh, anyway, is. The, I, uh, I'm i not a big napper. I'd like to be. I, I don't wear that with a badge on. I'd like to be a napper. I just feel more sluggish when I wake up from now. If I get 15 minutes like on the couch, head tilted well, back, you feel I'm a little good. sluggish, you know. Go to bed, stay. There you that's exactly what I was going to say. If that's what you're feeling. But yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a great napper because I'm, you know how just, it's like when you go to bed and I say, man, I'm so tired. Then you say you lay down and fall asleep. And all of a sudden, see, my mind races when I hit the sheets. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about a million things. I, yeah. Same thing with a nap. Like, I need to be doing something. Right. I got to let that go because I, I don't need to always be doing something. Today, right. since it's birthday, I'm going to do whatever my heart desires. Okay. And a nap, I'm not going to waste so, time on a nap because they got 24 hours. I'm going to use them wisely. So since Ryan's birthday was two days ago and he didn't let us know or anybody know that it was his birthday, yeah, my yeah, birthday yeah, yeah. is next Wednesday. Yeah. Yours is today, obviously. Uh, so we're going to be... Screw Rhino. Yeah. So we're going to be celebrating it all together at some point. Don't and, say and, birthday week. Don't and, don't. No, no, no. Birthday I wasn't going there. Definitely wasn't going there. Let's I'm not Sambo. Sambo. No, let's not because he's he'll send he'll selfies. He'll jump out and, of a cake. <laughs> So basically, excuse me, we might go play a little simulator golf 
and uh, I'm going to be kicking both of y'all's asses up and down sure you the are. fairways. At, the, uh, sure at you a are. place, uh, my, my place, I'm seeing, seeing my friends tomorrow. Oh, okay. Michael and the group over at the... The perfect round. The perfect round. Hey, see if they want to go bowling drinks. They got cold beer there? Great drinks. Do they have cold okay. beer there? Come on now. Not cold Next beer, thing, but cold. Cold, like cold beer. Yeah, cold beer. Throw a little, we'll, we'll, we'll tell them to cold put beer. some spindle tap in there as okay. well. So this is your real friends were not invited to this? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, you guys, hey, did your guys get your invite in the mail? Did no, it come yet? I, I yeah, guess no, I'm the, waiting on you. Must have uh, let's require a signature. Right. Yeah, post, post just offices. check. Yeah, if no, you miss it today right. or tomorrow or the, okay, well, the next year. I don't know. It's 1005 D's Nut Circle. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you yeah. probably yeah. sent it to Drive. Yeah, circle. Right. Circle. Right. Yeah. Classic yeah. mix-up. Yeah. It could happen. Just I mean, check at least we know that your birthday's today. Yeah, just check your mail today. At least, you know, I mean... Ryan it would be nice if Ryan would let us yeah, know. Yeah, don't crush me, you know. So, yeah, the yeah, perfect round easy. place perfect to go. Round, right, my guy, okay. my, the, what a, you can play like 300 courses. You can have a cold drink and it's set up. It's clean. Mm-hmm. It is off the charts. So, yeah, that'll be a place to go. I'm yeah. like, trying to throw a party there as well. You want to go to Tucson? Um, no. Okay. Lobo baseball's on the road to Tucson. Who's Lobo? Who's, who's Lobo? State, New Mexico? Baby. They got four games ahead of them. You'll be 0-4 when you go there. <laughs> okay. They literally just swept. Got back into ASC. From where? Play. Who who they sweep? Laterno. Yeah, you heard of Laterno. Come on, man. Laterno sounds like something I'd eat at a restaurant. Probably. Hey, give me the Laterno. That sounds like a prescription <laughs> drug. If right. You take yes. Laterno. And my and my favorite thing about prescription <laughs> drug commercials side effects is oh yeah they'll give you hey Laterno's great for high blood pressure <laughs> even though I don't know what Laterno is it's like well it's apparently it's a school yeah Laterno's great for high blood pressure they'll say that for like three seconds right and then the next two minutes. Side effects. It's every, you could die, your liver's going to explode, your or head you will a, explode. Or if you have a stiffy for six yeah, yeah, straight yeah, hours, yeah, yeah. you might want to seek medical effects Include excessive gambling and addiction. <laughs> Dude, funny thing, we were doing that show. <laughs> Michael Irvin, my, Dan and I at one night, Dan on Dan's show, that commercial came on. Which one? The, if you are... For erectile dysfunction? If you, if you have a, you know, if you're... <laughs> Pack and for six hours or more, go call your doctor. Go, go call somebody. I came, we came out of that commercial. I said, that commercial's funny. If I'm pack, if, if that's happening for six hours or more, it ain't going to be me that needs to call the doctor, okay? <laughs> and Mike, Mike Irvin and it friggin' fell on the floor. It was just nasty. It's like, why would I have to call the doctor? The punishment you're going to issue, they're going to have to call the doctor. Six hours of it? Come on now. Definitely got that's, a show. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a show. That's, <laughs> that, 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 that's Sarah Lee in an 18-wheeler delivering, man. Are you kidding me? Pound Stop, cake galore. But Stop. you brought it up. Anyway, I'm just, I'm just validating oh. what you're saying. So um, where were we? They're taking on uh, Bethany oh, Lutheran yeah. College, Laterno. Hamlin University. Macalester College. When what are we doing? Ross State. They're headed to and Tucson. And Laterno get together. To you know take, what you do? No, it, no. You take the. They're you headed the to Tucson. To play Arizona, U of A, or are you just going there to a tournament? You playing U of A? They're going to. They're playing in Tucson. All right. Are they playing U of A? That's no, what? they're not. No, no, no. I know oh, that's where well, U of A is. No. no, no. Yeah. Well. Nah, 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 nah. I mean, they're about to get playing, sent home. Playing in the you don't Tucson want to roll out there into the Pac-12 baseball. Stay home, dude. Uh, we used to play New Mexico State in yeah, preseason. Baby, like I said, you don't want to roll out. To, you don't want to roll out to Sorry. the Pac-12. Come on, why dude. not, dude? I mean, if, if they're if, how's their self-esteem? Uh, pretty good. Getting swept? Is there they self-esteem? Get swept, dude. <laughs> Dude, when you threw Laterno, they, great they, call by Rhino. You could die, yeah. side effects to Laterno. <laughs> you could get swept sweating, by Sol Ross State. Gambling, yes, you sleep, can't sleep. Stiffy for six straight hours. You'll lose 400 pounds. Even oil <laughs> yeah. But other than that, hey. It's great. Are we doing this is a great drug. 
Yeah, dude, those are the funniest thing ever. It really is. Hey, you got high blood pressure? Letourneau. <laughs> and then the next two minutes, it's all the bad things that will happen if you take it. <laughs> it could happen. Right. I know they're covered, but it's like, well, so you're telling me I'm going to be worse taking it than I was before I went in. Right. I'll die another way. Right? <laughs> it's like, come on now, dude. Letourneau, you guys swept uh, Letourneau. Yeah, we did. Where's Letourneau? Where, um, where are they? Where, where's their venue? Where they're they live? In, they're, <laughs> they're in Longview, Texas. Off I-20. What do you do when you, when you two get together? Actually, what do you do? Longview is it off at I twenty? I got a lot of respect for Soul Ross State and Damn my right, partners. As you but, should. But what do you guys do my, when I you get to Letourneau? I'm going to put it out there now. Don't say bet, it. Don't. I will be a part of the, their Hall of Honor. So whoa, yeah. Are you pining Dis- for it? No, I'm not pining for it. Dis- distinguished alumni. Yo, that's it. Yeah, distinguished that's alumni. That's the goal, baby. That's the goal. Right. I and, like it. And we're going to go to distinguished being the key word. Maybe a little peyote in our future. I don't know. We'll head to the Lobo. No, Lobo shut down. Maybe to head to the Crystal. Drinks on me, boys. Okay. Well, you mean where you don't have to pay for drinks? Right. Yeah. You don't okay. Have to pay for You're big, man. Yeah. Soul Ross State. Dude. Look, man. A lot you of walk respect. in there, and, and the bartender's like, "Look, your money's no good here, Lalima. <laughs> yeah. Save it." Yeah. You see your name on the wall. Man. Yeah. It means you never have to pay for drinks. It's good sledding, man. It's like when you go back to Escondido, or when you go to L.A. and you go to USC. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah. I mean. What's a, what was a bar you frequented? The when you 901 were Club. That's a great oh, burgers. Club 901 or a bar. bar. Right off camp, right off sorority, fraternity road. Phenomenal. Burgers the 901, off the 901 Club. Is it still around? It's a bar. Oh, yeah. 901 Dude, bar. whoever named that it's is. It's off the charts. And we had a bar off campus called the 502 as well. Wow. But the 901 is one of the best campus bars on the planet. Burgers packed on game day. It's awesome. A Thursday nights, too. They have court, job quarter night? Uh, or did it matter? Because you're getting duffel bags of well, cash. Well, well, so, you know, quarter, quarter night at USC right was like $5 night. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say yeah, that's right, that, that yeah. private school money, right? Right, right. The private school money I never had. So yeah, there you go. That's right. Okay. I'm just kidding you. Soul Ross, throw out the records, dude. When they get together with Letourneau. Yeah. Yep. Money well, shot next segment, though. So we're going to do it. We, we do have a package. I tickets. thought you were canceling today. Hey, today's theme's real easy. Sean Salisbury show themed money shot questions. I can't wait. Did you, did you approve this with me? <laughs> no, I didn't. He's, he's hey, you know he what? put his foot Making down. Making an executive decision. Defamation of character. <laughs> hey, we got the money shot. Not defecation. Defamation. 212-5790. Let's get those calls in. Sean Salisbury themed money shot. 713-212-5790. We got tickets. I don't know what force. So you're going to have to call in and try to win. Get those phone, li- phone lines up and running. Let's go. That's next, Sports Talk 790. But first, before the money shot, head to Classic Chevy Sugarland and Classic Chevy Highway 6. They've got up to $8,000 off Silverados with 0% APR with approved credit and no payments for 120 days. Could you imagine not having a car or truck payment for four straight months? Well, they've got that offered at Classic Chevy Sugarland and Classic Chevy Highway 6. They've got over 400 Silverados in stock with lifetime engine guarantee while supplies last. Supplies last. Over 50 Equinoxes available with lifetime engine guarantee, and it is rodeo season here in the city of Houston. And during rodeo season, get a free pair of handmade premium boots with every vehicle purchased. They're the GM dealer of the year now, 12 years in a row. If you have a Sunday to shop, and that's the only day you have to shop for a new vehicle, head over to Classic Chevy Highway 6 because that dealership is open on Sundays. Check them out online, ClassicChevySugarland.com, ClassicChevyHighway6.com. And again, 
Go check out those Silverados. Sean and myself are both members of the Classic Chevy family, and we are cruising around in brand-new Silverados, and they are phenomenal trucks. They've got up to $8,000 off and 0% APR. Like I mentioned earlier, just want to remind you, because that's one of the best deals in the city. So head over to Classic Chevy Sugarland and Classic Chevy Highway 6 right now. Ask for Jeff or Tiffany Sebastian to tell them that Brian Lima sent you. And we're back. The Sean Salisbury Show continues. did an executive decision, Sean. I think it's a good thing to skip today. Why just skip it? You just don't know enough about me? That hurts. Yeah, I don't know. Who? Who, who are you? I don't even know who you are anymore. Who are you anymore? Who yeah. are you? That hurts. I don't care if anybody knows as long as my teammates do. It's sad. What a bummer. No, I'm kidding. Uh, well, do we just decide maybe, maybe no tickets today? A, a little a, glitch? We had a winner, uh, caller win them off air and no sense wasting a whole... Ten minutes when somebody's already won them. All know, right, there you go. Thing. Nice. Well, it's All just right, you, you avoid an L in the uh, column there, Sean. Yep. That's basically what that was. So just a little birthday gift from us. Yep. Yep. So. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's great, great. To, hey, did you oh. just hear real quick? I, I know you got to get the headlines. Skip them this, this break. Well, I was going to go to the phone lines. So okay. let's skip the headlines and then go to the phone lines. Um, I don't understand why people hate. You know Success? how you hear people say, yeah. You know how when you hear people say. You know, get the bag, root for people, root mm-hmm. for people's success, and Go get it's the part bag. of fraternity. Get the bag, get your cash, don't get in a man's wallet. You know, we all say, I don't say, I don't ever get into a man's wallet. If you make $400 million and we don't think you're worth it, you're worth it because you're getting it. Right. So, Bear Safety, uh, Jaquan Brisker, based on his comments via tw- tw- Twitter, clearly doesn't think Daniel Jones is worthy of his new deal that reportedly includes an $82 million guarantee. Dolphins perennial pro bowler, uh, Pro Bowl receiver Tyreek Hill also chimed in, uh, staying via Twitter that the Giants' slant route going to be crazy next year with several laugh emojis. And then they go, uh, MVP laugh out loud, other bro got paid today and is trash. That's Brisker calling Daniel Jones trash. Um, and they go on, responded by tweeting. That now, and then Slayton, Giants wideout Darius Slayton, responded by tweeting the score of the Giants win over the Bears. My whole thing is, why are these players worried? Why does Tyreek Hill care about, you can uplift, I'm, I'm assuming because they said MVP, they're talking about Lamar Jackson. Well, they're different. Daniel Jones didn't ask for 100, and, he didn't ask for, 160 guaranteed. He got half his guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It's less. He's not as good as Lamar Jackson. He had a better season. The Giants aren't the Ravens. Lamar's mother's doing the, the negotiating in him. He doesn't have an agent. Lamar Jackson wants all of it guaranteed and probably going to get $50 million a year, and he deserves more than Daniel Jones. But why? Well, why does a guy in Chicago and a guy in Miami give a rat's ass about Daniel Jones getting paid? Daniel Jones isn't competing with money against... Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's in a different, he's in a more rarefied air. He's going to end up when all is said and done, more than likely, being the highest paid yearly quarterback in NFL history. It's, it's just because in the timing, he's a good player. Why in the world is it, does it seem, 
I guess if you want to do that, but w- w- first of all, who the hell's Jaquan Brisker? No idea. First, I've I mean, I know name. who he is, but who the hell is he? Yeah. Okay, who the hell is he? What was their record again last year? They weren't very good. Yeah, what, what, what Pro Bowl was he in? Yeah. Okay, so there's that. Tyree Kill, great player. Well, I don't know what purpose it serves. If somebody in our industry gets paid Stephen A. Smith, I've said it on here, $12 million a year, it's a lot of money. But you know what? I know how, whether you disagree with his opinion or not, I can tell you this, the guy works and works and works and works and keeps on working. Herb Street, Aikman, uh, I, I, uh, uh, my I mean, guy, you just go to Joe Buck, Greg Olson, right, right. Kevin Burkhart, I mean, I can all name all, and, all of them. Yeah, broadcasters and oh, analysts, tr- tr- tremendous radio, what they TV do. guys, I mean, women, all those, all the women in phenomenal sports. what they do. Booger McFarland. Yeah, I'm going through all the Diana Rossini, whoever else is getting paid. I mean, Mina Kimes gets paid big money, and she's about to be a free agent. She's going to break the bank. Yeah. Uh, what's the uh, woman that left uh, ESPN a- to go to NBC? Um, Sage Steele. No, yeah. it's not Sage Steele. Maria, uh, Maria Taylor. Yes, getting paid. NBC Network. They, they get, but, but don't you root for them? Yes. Whether you, whether you like to listen to Charles Barkley, whether you like to listen to um, you know, Lewis Riddick. I mean, people getting paid Monday Night Football. Well, great. All it does is raise the stakes for everybody else, like in football. That's why the NFLPA don't, don't settle for less. We want more so everybody gets paid. I don't understand why rooting for success is, is you, you can still root for Lamar Jackson to get 50 plus million a year and 100% guaranteed. Just like you can wish Daniel Jones to do. You can root for both of them. And Daniel Jones story. He didn't even know if he was going to be on the Giants going into this year. He not only had a good season, he got paid and rewarded for a good season. Why do we why are we mad at that? I don't know. I really don't. We could say Russ Wilson isn't worth his contract, but. He's worth it because they paid him, and he's getting paid on his passage. You, like know. you always say you're worth what you can negotiate. Right, that's exactly right. So why would Brisker or Tyreek? What are they laughing why at? Why are they mad at him? Right. Why are they mad at Daniel Jones? Be mad at the, if you want to dog the Giants for paying it or what. But dog why are the you team in the, their in wallet? The organization, not the player. Here's what I know about. Here's what I can tell you about Tyreek Hill and Jaquan Brisker. They're never going to sniff Daniel Jones' money. Lamar is right. But I root for Tyreek Hill to get paid. I root for Brisker to get paid. Why, why, I just don't get the, oh, man, the guy's trash. Why would you? He's an NFL quarterback that took his team to the second round of the playoffs. That's trash? When your team was at home, the, your playoff hopes were done in October. Miami's weren't. So my thing is, Brisker's a good player. Don't misunderstand. My, why, why would I be mad if Brisker's, why, why would Daniel Jones be mad if Brisker's making $20 million a year? I, I just, I don't understand the, it's simple jealousy and you're bummed that a quarterback got paid. The quarterback's always going to get paid more than you. Oh, the last quarterback in the league that's a starter, if you make 15, 18, 20 million dollars a year, is going to get paid higher than the, 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 the quite frankly, the, the best receiver in the league may not make mo- as much as the 20th ranked quarterback. That's just the way things are in this league. But why you're worried about Daniel Jones' salary is baffling to me. It really is. Want you to get paid. Want that guy to get paid. Want this person. Want every broadcaster to get paid Those, on the radio. Because it also does is make everybody more valuable. And it's, it's, it's a step in the right direction. I just don't know why you'd root against that. Those players should be more worried about what's going on in the NFL on why these teams are just out of nowhere automatically out. 
on Lamar Jackson. Right. That's and, what they should be worried about. And you got to worry about playing against a guy like Lamar Jackson when you got to face him as opposed to rooting Daniel Jones not to make any money. The more money somebody makes it in this league, the more money the next guy makes. And if you're Lamar Jackson's people and if you're brisker people, meaning his representation, his mom, and you see Daniel Jones making 40, you're all of a sudden saying, of course I'm holding out for 50. I'm better than the guy. But I don't know why Daniel Jones, the hey, well, why we have to be mad that he's getting paid. I've never understood it. Here's, all, here's what I'll say to Jaquan Brisker and, and Tyree Kill. Get in to, to support your guys that are in the same union as you and get out. If you want to say you don't like him on game day and play the gamesmanship but paid, get out of his friggin' wallet. Because Brisker will never sniff Daniel Jones' money. A former player had some thoughts on Lamar Jackson. Who's the player and what did he say about what's going on in the NFL? Dosecki's Biscuit, we see you there waiting. We'll get to you guys uh, on the other side of the break. We'll take a quick one and be back on Sports Talk 790. Hey, you're back. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. Get back at it. is your AAC Conference Coach of the Year. U of H will kick off their conference tournament play tomorrow afternoon. They play the winner of East Carolina and South Florida. That game will start at 11 a.m. Central. Have to wait and see who the Cougs match up with. Rockets and Pacers tonight, 6 p.m. tip-off, 5 p.m. The launch pad uh, will start and that can be heard here on your home for Rockets Basketball Sports Talk 790. John Morant will not be charged by the Colorado police. He'll miss four games. Let's get out to the phone lines at 713-212-5790. Let's go to Biscuit. Thanks for waiting, Biscuit. What's going on? What's happening, my brother? All good, be man. Child, be yeah, yeah. In the, words of, in the words of Stevie Wonder, happy birthday to you. There you happy go. birthday to you. Hey, hey, I love when it. you go Biscuit, home today, thank man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> when you when you go home today, man, don't go to sleep because I just got off the phone with Amazon and I got that walker headed your way, man. You know, I'm, oh, I'm looking out for you. Oh, We're about to put mute on you now. You better slow. You better <laughs> slow down. You know what that is? Don't don't come at me with fake fake uh, fake facts by my guy. <laughs> you know, fake facts. You know, I'm not, dude. I, even if I did, my pride will never let you see it. There, there you go, brother. Thank, thank you for that birthday wishes. I feel better than ever, and I always appreciate you chiming in, my man. What's on your mind today? And thanks yeah, again man, for the wishes, so, brother. Look, thank you. Look, Sean, man. Uh, the deal with Perkins or whatever. And uh, first of all, anytime somebody say that's the facts, go check it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We talked about this the other day, man. There's a lot of guys on the radio, TV, uh, in newspapers that put stuff and print stuff that, that don't never be facts. You got to, you know, you got to verify everything. That's a PSA to all your listeners. Verify everything. CNN, Fox, whoever, you got to verify it, man. But, but I think the thing that Perkins was trying to get at, where he should have got at, is the NBA has got off track on this MVP voting because we don't know what the criteria is. I mean, one year you say it's this, one year it, they skew it. I mean, it's, in my opinion, James Harden got robbed out of two MVPs. 
because they one year they say, well, it's the most wins, and then he okay, he gets a lot of wins, but now he is scoring, or you know, so it's. They got the NBA has to do something to come out with a set criteria, so we actually know what okay what to look for. You know, right. like the NCAA tournament, we know who the number one seed is because they say okay, this is what we're looking for. Right, we Bis- want this, this, and this. Biscuit, now see if you were on the set instead of Kendrick Perkins, that makes sense. You're not blaming it yep. on some white voters or back in your, you know, diminishing with, as he calls him, Nowinski, but Dirk Nowitzki or Steve Nash or Larry Bird or what Nikola Jokic is doing. Great point. Now we get into a debate if you're on the set. Are we here? You're 100% correct. What's the criteria? If if he just said, well, I think Embiid or, or you know, um, Luka Dantich or or Giannis or Jason Tatum or the MVP, and then made this point. Have a, dude, that's such great banter. It's an opinion. He's a former player, even if he wasn't a former player. You just stated what they wouldn't have had to apologize for at ESPN and Molly Kieran about what he said about facts, and you made that where everybody would have got into a great debate, and we would have thinking, you know what? What is the criteria? Got to be in the top 10 in scoring, top 10 in rebounding. Your team got to be good. You are 100% correct. That is how an analyst should approach that question, period, instead of for clicks. That's called knowing and doing your homework. You are 100% correct. Yeah, and then one last thing I'll say, Sean, is uh, I think what a lot of voters want to look at with Jokic, because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I know if Ryan could look it up. How many guys have won three years in a row MVP? And do we want to put Jokic in that category? I think I think Bird, it's a very right? select few. Didn't Bird, Bird, I think Bill Russell. I, I forgot. It's it's a very select few. Right. And are we going to put Jokic in that category? Even though this probably is his best season compared to the other two. It's, it's going to be a hard... Larry Bird, uh, Will Chamberlain, and Bill Russell more. are the only players to ever do it. Bird, Chamberlain, and Russell. And I think if they did give it to him, Biscuit, I don't think that we're saying that he's Will Chamberlain, and, but the MVP. But I also think, in, you know how decades and times and eras change? That they're saying yeah. in this era, he belongs as, well, he'll be the only guy in this, you know, what the last since who? Well, I guess since Bird... Right, yeah, he'd be the only since years thirty-four ago. years to win three. So, what they are saying in, in Biscuit, would you say thank you for the call? Appreciate it. Is that he is that dominant in this era that Larry Bird wasn't his? Now, whether we agree or disagree, that's one thing. But he's a hell of a player. But you're right. I don't think, for instance, I'm putting him in Bill Russell's category. But in this era, he's doing stuff. I mean, when it comes to scoring and assists and rebounds. He's doing some pretty impressive stuff. Some, the analysts that I listened to brought up a good point. Is His first MVP season, they were a good team. He had good stats. He just happened to win the MVP. The narrative went his way, what have you. The second year he won MVP, they were a sixth seed. So you would think he shouldn't have won the MVP, but his stats were even better than his MVP season. So he won it again. This year, his stats are just as good, and they're the one seed. So it's like, again, I think it comes down to what we're all saying. is like, what's the criteria? Because he's... He's kind of gone with the criteria change each year to put himself in MVP contention. And that's no fault of his own. He's just playing good basketball, and he just happens to be getting the votes. But it is kind of interesting that he's almost gotten the MVP three years in a row just based on the narrative shift. Right. So no question. And if you – if uh getting back to his first point, if you – about the MVP criteria and the rest of it, and if you are um, Kendrick Perkins and you want to – 
you want to get a teaching session on how to go on the air and actually make a solid point without it being stupid and somebody having to come apologize for you, Biscuit just gave it to you. Go ahead and use it. I'm sure he'd be okay with you using it verbatim and saying, hey, what's the criteria? And giving his point, yeah. which is extremely valid. Yeah, let's go to Dos Equis before we get to the break. Good morning, Dos Equis. Good morning, Sean. Feliz cumpleaños. Muchos más y muchas bendiciones. Muy bien. Happy birthday, many more, and many blessings to you, my brother. Thank you, my You're friend. Catching Appreciate up with it. the old man Dos Equis. I'll You're never catch up. up with the old man Dos Equis. You'll always be you ahead. You'll always be first, brother. <laughs> I appreciate Thank it. You, my you bet. You guys, you know, I appreciate you guys also. But uh, you were talking about the Tyreek Hill and the other cat. I don't know who he is. I know Juan Brisker. Brisker. Yeah. Okay. One of the words that you mentioned that I was about to spit out of my mouth this morning is called jealousy. Jealousy, man. It boils down to that because you have to learn how to crawl before you run. And it does not only apply in sports, Sean, but, you know, I can tell by my experience of people that get promoted, people that get that are paid more. A lot of times, you know, you get to a point where you've been working there five years instead of 20 years, and you want to make as much as your co-workers been working for 10 years. And, and a lot, especially in this generation, they don't know how to. Uh, and it's also called insecureness. Anyway, Sean uh, and uh, Brian, I cut the show kind of late yesterday. You were talking about the situation with AR-12, and I know the Jets. What's the latest? Because I haven't been able they, to they met connect with, much of the sports. Yeah, they met with him. And, Brian, you got that, too. You've read, they met with him, with Rodgers, I think, they're, or they're about to. They flew in to see him, right? They the did, head coach, yeah, Robert Sala. Yep. And I would imagine that this is going to get done sooner than later, I would think. That's at least all indications say the Jets. Now, some could happen to hang up, but what are they going to give up for him, and how much is, you know, well, are they going to redo his contract, or is he going to take on the 50-plus million? Right. There you go. Thanks, Dosekis. Appreciate you, my friend. Yep, so they, uh, the optimism is uh, at an all-time high, uh, apparently, between the Jets uh, acquiring Aaron Rodgers from the Packers. Woody Johnson's so. excited the owner as well. Yep. Understandably so. <clears throat> so we'll have to wait and see how that uh, transpires. I want to get back to this Lamar Jackson stuff. Um, a former player was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, and they discussed what's Who's the going player? on. Th- I, oh, well, I don't you know. can tell who the player is. You don't have to tell us what he said. I, I don't know, man. I don't know who the player is. That's not a tease who the player is. So we're Pac-Man pumped. Jones. Former player. Yes. Okay, good. Player, I want to hear what he Jones. had. But don't you, so we're going to hear the audio, or are you going to tell us what he said? No, I got the, we got the audio. Nice. See? Yeah. Man, now I'm, you got me. You got me tempted, yeah. If it would have been brisker, I'd have said pass. Yeah, I wouldn't want to listen right. to him. Pac-Man. I don't even know who that is. I like it. Good yeah, call Pac-Man Jones talked about the Lamar Jackson, and he mentions the Atlanta, Haw- uh, Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta Falcons. What did he say? That's next. Sports Talk 790. I am a Spindle Tap Brewery man. And they're, how cool is this? Hobby Airport. See, everybody's starting to recognize just what Spindle Tap Brewery is all about. The food, the customer service, the people the venue, the cold beer, the, everything, the, the coffee, which is the best coffee I've ever had, and it's not close. Spindle Tap Brewery, centrally located, just minutes from the loop, is your go-to destination for family, 
and friendly fun and the perfect space for corporate or private events. And it is an incredible venue, offering its signature great-tasting locally brewed craft beer and coffee across an incredible, sprawling entertainment complex. You get great IPAs and lagers, fruited sours, craft cocktails, seltzers, low-calorie options. It's all there with a broad range of beers to satisfy you. And uh, it was voted the number one rated tap room in the country. I say it's the best in Texas, the best anywhere, which offers great seating and all kinds of big TV screens. I've been in there. The food's off the charts, and you get handcrafted burgers and pizza from a uh, uh, the the oven, uh, the great oven. It's the is it called a artisanal pizza? Is that what it's called? Is that how you pronounce it? Making sure, but it is right out of a phenomenal pizza oven, and plus the cooler stocked with all kinds of tasty options and beers, along with that spindle talk uh, spindle tap coffee. Best place, Spindle Taps, Spindle Park. It also features everyone, everything from pickleball, baseball, kickball, full basketball court, fire pits, cornel, a place to party, drink, have fun, and also you can leave with a couple fresh six packs of your favorite Spindle Tap beers. Always available. You can get them in Houston at your local grocery store, nearest grocery store, liquor store. So be sure to make, as I'm part of the family, and so is iHeart now, Spindle Taps award-winning tap room. And cans of its delicious beer is a core part of your Houston rotation. Spindle Tap Brewery, number one tap room in the country. I'm Lance McCullers Jr. of your Houston Astros. You're listening to Sean Salisbury on Sports Talk 790. For Lance McCullers, how about the performance? Your home for Houston Astros baseball. Most every night. When that moon gets so big and bright, it's supernatural delight. Every border was dancing in the moonlight. I'm going to dance in the moonlight tonight, dude. I'm assuming it's going to be a moonlight clear sky. I'm going to dance in it. You are? Yep. Okay. Because it's your birthday today. Big 60! What you know about King Harvest? Not not much. I'll tell the do. neighbors to put their shades up so they don't, you know. Yeah, up, not down. Yeah. Stuff looks it. Have, have a little peek a little to peek. show. A little peep. And then they'll have to put it down because there'll probably be kids in the house. Probably. And that's just frowned upon, you know what I mean? Yeah. Rockets and Pacers tonight, 6 p.m. tip off. It is off. frowned upon. <laughs> 5 p.m. the launch pad starts here on Sports Talk 7. I need your home for Rockets basketball. The Texans officially introduced Bobby Slowick as the offensive coordinator and Matt Burke as the defensive coordinator. Kelvin Sampson is your AAC Conference Coach of the Year. Lamar Jackson. The saga continues with... The non-exclusive franchise tag placed on the quarterback. Teams are allowed to try and trade for him. It's going to take a couple of first-round picks. But apparently, five teams are out on Lamar Jackson. That came within an hour of the news yesterday. Well, the fallout is still continuing. Pac-Man Jones talked to Pat McAfee about Lamar Jackson. This is what he had to say. My point is, how Atlanta was all in Boom, yeah. just a year ago, and you tell me you don't have, you don't want no parts of Lamar? Makes no sense. Not just Atlanta. Carolina was all in on that too. Come on, yeah, the commies. This, this is not making no sense to me. Yeah, what's happening? What's the same going on? Teams that was in so the last work? year is don't have a quarterback still right now today. Still, and telling me y'all have zero interest. 
is he more hurt than we might know? Like if the knee so. injury. You think there's information that we don't know? Yeah. Well, even at the end. Wouldn't of the that se- be out already though? Well, that would at the out. end of the that season. Would get out. Remember the Definitely end of the season where like, why yeah. isn't he playing in the playoff game? The and then Marlon Humphrey was like, hey, this guy's limping around the facility, and no one knew that. That That's wasn't true. public information. That's true. But at that point, it would only be one team that would speak, or Lamar, who doesn't have a team that would yeah. speak. In this particular case. You would think that yesterday, whenever the Falcons came out quick through three different sources, boom, boom, I talked to the Falcons, they said no. Talked to the Falcons, they Lombardo. said no. Boom, Glazer, too. Glazer was like, I, my sources tell me no in Atlanta. It's like, boom, boom, it was everywhere. I just, I wonder if, what if it's a work? Could be. That's what I thought. Is but it a work? Initially. You know, if, if it could be. The body, first thing they're going to say is, come here, if you can pass the physical, We'll pay. They would announce it with that, though, yeah. right? Through those sources. What, due to his. So that was Pac-Man Jones. And they were, he was talking about the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers. They were all, all in on trying to get Deshaun Watson. Uh, Carolina still doesn't have a quarterback. Atlanta doesn't have a quarterback. They were two of the first teams to say, nope, 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 we're out. Well, we're out I Lamar don't think Jackson. you can compare the two. I, I don't think you can compare the two. Forget the off-fields. I'm talking about his football player. The negotiation situation, Atlanta Falcons, you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They were going to move. The, nobody knew what the price tag was going to be for Deshaun. This is an automatic price tag, too, too, too automatic for Lamar Jackson. Nobody knew the Cleveland Browns were going to redo a contract that he hadn't even collected a dime from his original one that was renegotiated and that they were going to throw $230 million guaranteed at him. You didn't know that. So you were operating on what? Deshaun's, whatever he was making the previous contract, go back. What's that? Fifteen to eighteen million dollars less than what Lamar's asking now. Mm-hmm. And remember when they were all in on Lamar Jackson? I mean, in, on Deshaun Watson. They were in on Deshaun Watson. And why did he not go to there? And he went to Cleveland. Two hundred and thirty million guaranteed in a new contract. You can't. That's apples to oranges. You're comparing because they were in on him before. It, what if, okay, let's say he went and offered, let's say the agent, Mulageta, and then went to Atlanta and said, because we all thought he was going there at the end too, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, because he, his quarterback trainer's there, all that stuff. So why did all of a sudden they say, we want a new contract and we want it 100% guaranteed? I'm assuming Atlanta got out because, like, we're not paying that. We're just not going to do that. And then he goes and gets it from Cleveland, and they go do it. So... It's not like Atlanta soured on Lamar Jackson. Uh, everybody's speculation is Atlanta was in on, on, on Lamar. Well, maybe they were, maybe they weren't. But I'd like to know what, the year, what was the yearly salary before this contract for Deshaun? The one that the Texans had negotiated when Bill O'Brien was here. The extension while he was still under a rookie deal. They ripped that up before he even took the field. So whatever that was is what Atlanta was dealing with then, and it wasn't 100% guaranteed. So they got out. Now you're asking Lamar's going to be want more money. So, uh, He's been banged up, and he wants 100% guaranteed on probably 250 to $300 million. Uh, Deshaun Watson signed a four-year, $156 million contract extension with Houston. Okay, and how much of it was guaranteed? Uh, I'll have to get that. Okay, so let's say... 60% of it was guaranteed. 70, whatever it is. Well, he signed 160. So let's even say 100 million of it's guaranteed. 100, 110 of that was guaranteed. This is not the Cleveland contract. This is the one that the Texans signed. This was signed. the four year. Right, before four year, you got another one. Yeah, four year, $156 million contract. Okay. 110.7 was uh, guaranteed. Okay, so he goes and 
gets well why didn't Deshaun go to Atlanta why why didn't Deshaun go to Atlanta tell me why because Cleveland came in Bingo. and tossed the bag at him. And gave him All 230. Guaranteed now, Le- Lamar wants more than 230 million guaranteed. So you're pushing what? 275 somewhere at 50 million for, let's say, six years. What's that? 50, 100, 150, 200. That's 300 million. Mm-hmm. So let's even say it's 50 million for five years. And you want it all guaranteed. That's 20 more guaranteed than Deshaun. And it's a year later. And he's coming off being injured. So why would Atlanta get? I mean, so what, what's the point? The Deshaun thing has zero to do. It's just another year later, and it's a lot more guaranteed money. It is a guy who's been banged up, who is, I think, a great player. I said Lamar's had a better career than Deshaun. I believe that. But why Atlanta's not in on Because it's more money. Of course, I think they should be in on him, but it's all guaranteed injury. You're going to want more, and all this that's going on. Now, if they had Atlanta, let's say Atlanta had offered Deshaun $230 million guaranteed like Cleveland did, and then he still went to Cleveland, and Atlanta said there, then you'd come back and say $230 million guaranteed for Deshaun. Why wouldn't you guarantee two fifty for Lamar? Right. But they didn't sign him, so obviously that a hang-up with either the off-the-field stuff, um, the fully guaranteed contract. See, they were all in on the previous contract, Atlanta was. Not on Cleveland's contract. Hence why Cleveland got him. Don't buy for one friggin' second that Deshaun Watson said, I can't wait to get to Cleveland. Cleveland jumped yeah. into the fray again late because they said, screw it. We'll rip up your contract. We'll give you 100% guarantee. How quickly the scene changes, right? So there you go. Because you would have illogical, you'd think Atlanta, family not far, quarterback trainer, but he left. So Atlanta wasn't all in on Deshaun, or guess what? They would have thrown two hundred thirty million, thrown two hundred thirty million at him. So what's that have to do with Lamar and Atlanta? It's more money and more guaranteed money that they may not want to get involved in. So what is the reason? I don't know, but I'm assuming it's injury and being banged up and all the money he wants guaranteed, and the fact that now you got to guarantee guarantee him two first round picks, guarantee him that. Different story. That's not the same, and it's a, and it's the wrong comparison. We turn our attention to the Houston Astros. Kyle Tucker, Framber Valdez. What's the latest on a potential contract extension for both of those players? Dana Brown talked about it at spring training yesterday, and we'll talk about it top of the hour on the Sean Salisbury Show. Around here, a new sound spectacular. Sean Salisbury, NFL quarterback Sean Salisbury, This is the all-new Sean Salisbury Show. Final hour of the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. You can also listen to us on the free iHeartRadio app. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lima, Ryan Money. Texans officially introduced Bobby Sloak as their new offensive coordinator and Matt Burke as their new defensive coordinator. The Rockets play the Pacers tonight, 6 p.m. tip-off. The launch pad starts at 5 p.m., which you can hear exclusively on your home for Rockets basketball, Sports Talk 790. Kelvin Sampson is the AAC Conference Coach of the Year. We're going to turn our attention to the Houston Astros and what Dana Brown talked about yesterday in regards to potential extensions for Framber Valdez and Kyle Tucker. But before we do, Billy been waiting on hold for a while now. So let's get to Billy in, uh, in Yoakum. What's up, Billy? Good morning, guys. How are y'all today? Good, man. What's up? What's on your mind? 
Uh, I'm just curious. Uh, how are we going to be able to watch the Astros on TV this year with everything that's going on? I mean, I understand Bally's going away, but now it sounds like uh, uh, the, the AT&T network is not going to be able to carry the Astros. And I was wondering if y'all are hearing anything on y'all's end down there who may pick it up or what the deal is, sir. I haven't heard anything about AT&T not being able to stream Well, maybe. He d- I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, that's where I usually get the game, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Billy, where, where did you hear or see this? Uh, it's been all, all over the internet, Facebook and uh, TikTok and stuff like that. And that's really my reason for calling because I want to know if it's clickbait or what's going on. But hey, hey, Billy, I know this isn't our guy. I mean, we still have our broadcast TV crew doing oh, it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Blummer and... He's doing it with Todd Callis, right? Yeah, they got renewed and Julia so, Morales. So, so, Billy, that's a good thing, right? And Julia Morales, the three-team, the three team, the TV broadcast team is back. So I'm assuming they're going to have a platform to broadcast on, right? And they're broadcast, they broadcasted the Astros versus Venezuela game right. yesterday. So they're so. a local. So, Billy, I think you're going to be able to see your team because um, they're going to have those, those three going to have to have a TV stream to call it on. So uh, I, I get what you're saying, uh, you know, blackouts in the past and all that that goes on. And but I think you're going to be OK. And maybe I'm wrong. But well, and Billy, what I'm reading is AT&T Sportsnet might be stopping their partnership with like the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Utah Jazz. If I'm reading this correctly, but not so, here, right not here is what, so far from what I'm reading. Yeah. So another thing that I just read is Warner Brothers Discovery is informing pro sports teams that it wishes to exit the RSN business. The affected channels still branded as AT&T Sportsnet serve multiple teams in Pittsburgh, that's Houston, who owns Colorado, AT&T, and Utah. Right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's the, the, but, that's, the but there's nothing concrete. Company. So yeah. So uh, as of right now, Billy, I, I'm assuming you're going to get to see your, you know, outside the baseball package, obviously in, in another state, you're going to be able to see the Blummer and Julia Morales and Todd Callis call your games. Well, guys, I want to tell you one thing. Thanks for clearing that up for me. Uh, I work the night shift. I enjoy getting off at 7 a.m. and listening to all finishing up my morning before I go to sleep. And I sure hope one day it comes forward to where y'all get a TV show because I think you guys are just purely awesome. I enjoy you. Thank what you. What a great much. compliment. Appreciate Thank you, Billy. Thank very you. kind. You want to get on that TV? Would be, I would love it if we, yeah. this was aired on TV as well. That'd be great. Billy, uh, awesome compliment. Thank you. We appreciate it. We appreciate you listening well, after a long night of work, too. Thank you. We really do need, maybe need to look more into this. I got to assume, no matter what, because the Astros are such a big moneymaker regionally, that they're going to be on TV, obviously, for us, no matter what. But this says the Golden Knights, Vegas Golden Knights, are partners with AT&T Sportsnet. And that AT&T Sportsnet is filing for bankruptcy and that the properties will officially no more before the end of the season. Uh, AT&T Sportsnet was the official regional broadcast partner. They list some teams. They don't list ours, though. Yeah. They'll be going a different direction when it comes to business. Warner Brothers Discovery, the current owner, has announced they're getting out of the regional sports network business. Yeah. So uh, what are you reading that off of, Rhino? This is, uh, yeah, that's the other thing. This guy named Christopher Like wrote this article. I thought it was a a Babylon B. And it's on fan side. No, Christopher Like is a friend of mine on thing. He does a lot of. He's into a lot of the this stuff uh-huh. on Facebook. He'll send me articles. He if it's the same, is it spelled L Y K E? Yeah. So yeah. I've, I've he's got really good and a good guy. 
Um, I've so, got an article here from uh, Fox Business, and this is this was uh, released on February 24th. Warner Brothers Discovery has told teams of its plans to get out of regional sports within the next several weeks. Uh, and again, it lists the cities that I just listed. The company has told teams they have until March 31st to reach a deal to regain their rights. If they can't, the channels will proceed with Chapter 7 liquidation filing. And then, uh, quote, AT&T Sportsnet is not immune to the well-known challenges that the entire RSN industry is facing. We will continue to engage in private conversations with our partners as we seek to identify reasonable and constructive solutions. That was WB. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, that's what they told the Sports Business Journal. Um, teams affected, Astros, Mariners, Pirates, Rockies, and then in the NBA, it's the Jazz, the Portland Trailblazers, the Rockets, and in the NHL, it's the Seattle Kraken, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Vegas Golden Knights. The move, And this move comes amid the likely bankruptcy of Diamond Sports Group, which operates Bally Sports. Yeah, actually, Valley Sports is a that that situation is is pretty dire because it looks like Major League Baseball is going to come in and try to broadcast those 19 excuse me, not 19 different networks are broadcast on Valley. And it's a regional network, right. obviously. And our so. buddy uh, Ben DeBose of uh, Rockets Wire does a good job. had an article saying the same stuff. It says, you know, ownership for Rockets and Astros television rights likely to change. So. For now, you will see the, the broadcast group. I, I don't yeah, see any reason now. why for now you're not. Now, hey, and if it changes, guess what? The World Series champion baseball's popular it is a regional sport somebody else will swoop in and it just it's just the nature of it yeah even if major league baseball has to form their own regional you know what i'm saying where they own regional tv this whole like broadcast rights and these blackouts and all that it's aren't we beyond that now yeah man it shouldn't be this hard aren't we beyond that should not be this hard aren't aren't we past the point of 1975 when it comes to broadcast television. And that's why a lot of these regional companies are going bankrupt, I guess, because so many people are cutting the cord, so to speak, and going to streaming and internet, not cable. Right. Well, guess what? They're cutting the cord because you make it too expensive for them. You want to stay in the hunt? You got to stay in the hunt. Because at one point, I had AT&T U-verse, and with that, I had the AT&T U-verse app to where I could watch live TV. So I used to be able to stream the games right. to my phone. But then they if block was, them out, and they, they don't do because right? they want to make money off yes. you. They don't want you to get it for free. So then that was one season, and the next season, boom, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, it wasn't my verse. It wasn't Ryan. It wasn't his verse. It was U-verse. U-verse. Nice. See? Nice. See they add a little light to it. There it is. It's a workaround. What's up? Let's go to Barefoot. Good morning, Barefoot. How's it going, gentlemen? Good, man. What's up? So, uh, so talking about you know the games being blacked out or whatnot. If you get a VPN and set it, you set your VPN for another state. Basically, what's happening is is your your internet's running through a server or a, a local uh, sports team. Hang on, say that again, Barefoot. We lost. You cut you. out when you said VPN. So if you get your if you get a VPN to run your internet through and set it for a different state, it shouldn't black out your local teams because you're running the, your server. You're running through a server in a different state. But to do that, you'd still have to have like MLB League Pass or MLB Package or whatever they call it. Though you'd have to have a subscription to the MLB games, right? Yes. Okay. 
Nice little workaround. Yeah, we encourage cheating on this. Uh, on Appreciate this it. Well, no, v- I'm kidding. VPNs are a legal right. business. It, yes, it is. And I know a lot of people that use it to buy airline tickets. Absolutely. And you have to have, like you said, a streaming MLB, something to do with it so you can access it. The games, right. right. That's exactly but right. But to so avoid local thank you. blackouts, you just so basically they, run your IP address as if you're somewhere else. Right. So they don't, because then once they, they see you're in Pittsburgh, you know, yeah. you're not in Pittsburgh or you're in Dallas, not in Houston, or you're in California, but you're in Houston, but you VPN change the desk, the where you located, they only recognize that. But I mean, just the, fact, the just the fact that the term local blackout exists with this whole thing is absolutely ridiculous. Well, and that's where those regional networks came in because they were paying for that broadcast, so they didn't want you to just get league pass and totally bypass them because they would have gone bankrupt sooner right. if local blackouts didn't exist. They suck. I don't right. like them. Yeah. You but know, that's the nature of the business. Here's what I do know. You could actually air the game on TV and still get a lot of people at your ballpark. You can actually do both. Right. You can. You, you know what I'm saying? Yes. You don't have to sell it out for people that, if you want to go, you're going to go. If it's on TV, you're going to have. Here's what I like. Options. It's okay. Right. They're going to show up at the ballpark because they love baseball and they're going to watch. And if you're in a team in a city that sucks, they're not going to do either. Right. And you We're know fortunate we don't day, have a team that sucks. You know what? At the right. end of the day, it is. What? It's an H-Town takeover. That's so true. You know, it, it is. Yeah. Hang on a second. Yeah. Yep. Give me the, put up the H. So throw up your That's, cougar claw, throw, throw up, up your H's. You got yeah. a cougar claw right now. I'm Sean. cougar clawing it because this is, this is for Because they're taking Kelvin. over. It's for Kelvin. It's an H-Town takeover. This man. is for the Longhorns. Yeah. Oh, so what's no, the other That's one? in Austin. No uh, one can see us, but so, no, this is the H also. I know it's also the Longhorn, but people are like, throw up do the you gotta, H. Don't like, you got to do flip this. around for one or the other? you got to flip it. See, the back of your hand is, the back of your hand is H. H. Front of your hand is long is the horns. Good call by you. Good call by you. We like to give everybody respect. No one can see us except us, so thank you for calling me this? No yeah. one got us what's but this? us. Yeah, I don't know, Ryan, what is which that? Which one's it's, this? Is that your ring finger? Yeah, which one's this? Oh, is that your pointer finger? Why is that finger? finger so long, It's dude. a big-ass, thick figure. I'm I'm your prostate check guy. How oh, would that yeah. feel? Oh, my gosh. I'm the only guy, Rhino, I'd be giving you a prostate and a throat consultation at the same time. <laughs> well, don't be like that. Okay, one, that's disgusting. Two, don't be like my last <laughs> doctor and talk to me the whole time you're doing it. I mean, the guy's answering phone calls and asking how I'm doing the whole time yeah. he's doing hey! the colonoscopy. Yeah. See, it's a one-scoop swoop here. Hey, when I was getting my, I, I know we got to oh, go to break. Doc, can you take your Brizzy. rings off? Right, you, okay, enough. no. Listen, Look, let's, what are we be, doing? Be quiet. Dana Brown. No. Have you had a prostate check before? Downtown. Yes, I have. It's How'd it feel? Awful. Okay, so. <laughs> was the I, doctor wearing rings? I, I got to come clean on this. Stop I went into my doctor. It. I was getting my appendix taken out. Okay. And before they ruptured, I saw my doctor. I had to get going, and he I had to go through. You, you know, they, had to get going? I had to get to the hospital, oh, at Yale okay. Hospital. And so the doctor, my, my doctor, he's my family doctor, but he sent me there. Is there a joke at the end of this? No, it's a true story. Okay. There's no, it's a true story. You Honest sure? to God, I promise okay. you. I promise you. You know I don't lie. So I'm sitting there, and I walk in, and I go, do we really have to do a prostate check again? He goes, yeah, Sean, it's protocol. Got to do it to make sure before you you know, go into surgery, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and, he, and I, he says, and then plus, it's not that big a deal. And he holds in. Little guy holds his hands up. And I said, yeah, well, that's a good thing. And I did this to him. I said, aren't you glad I'm not your doctor? And I'm hurting at the yeah, same time. Uh-huh. And he says, yeah, because, dude, little guy, my hand yeah. was damn near as big as his body. Yeah. But I was grateful for that day <laughs> as <laughs> I was hurting. <laughs> he was your doctor? <laughs> that he had, that, 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 yes. That, that he, he had was, small hands? Yes, that's exactly right. That Javon Curse wasn't my doctor. <laughs> did, okay? he, did he laugh at your joke? <laughs> oh, he laughed at it. He said, yeah, I'm really, really grateful I'm really you're glad. not my doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So there you go. So that's and true story. That happened while I'm wondering if I'm going to have ruptured appendix, but I was more worried about making a check. And then I asked him, could you do that a third time? Oh, you oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> Down, There's the joke. Downtown right? Dana Brown. Why do you nice transition. Like like, hey, Doc, what are you doing for dinner? <laughs> Just don't be late. All right, we're going to go to break, and we're going to talk about Dana Brown and Kyle Tucker, Framber Valdez extensions on Sports Talk 790. Welcome back to the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lima, Ryan Money. Texans officially introduced Bobby Slowick and Matt Burke as their new coordinators. University of Texas taking on Oklahoma State in the conference tournament of the Big 12. That starts today. You can hear the action on our sister station, 950 KPRC. Rockets and Pacers, 6 p.m. tip-off tonight, 5 p.m. the launch pad starts. You can hear that on our, um, <clears throat> excuse me, on the exclusive home for the Houston Rockets, Sports Talk 790. What's wrong with you guys? What's wrong with y'all? Nothing. <laughs> Just sitting here watching you give headlines while I'm we're like, celebrating birthdays. I That's know, all. Man, I'm struggling, dude. Y'all are. Oh, it's, been, it's a good run, Shug. Are right, you ready to hear what downtown Dana Brown said? You're really it's not, not going to put audio, that nickname on him, are you? Why not? Never heard it? That's the first time hearing it, right? Yeah, I've never heard downtown with, with uh, anybody with the last name Brown ever yeah. in my life. So, downtown great Dana job. Way to think. Forward thinking by you. You're welcome. You're welcome. When he starts to join us. <clears throat> Every gonna, single week. You're going to introduce him as that? Never. Why not? You can ask him at least. I, oh, I'll joke with him. I'll James joke with him. Say, how many times have you called? Oh, I did. You asked James Click if anyone ever called him Jimmy. Right, I did. And he said, not really. Maybe family, but not really. He kind of laughed and yeah, was like, yeah. Yeah, not really. Kind of forced Maybe laugh. family, right. I'll, I'll ask him. I'll I say, guarantee you Dana Brown will light up a little more. I guarantee he'll probably downtown, say, oh, I've been called downtown a, a thousand oh, times. Right. And, or he could just be like, no, I've never have. Been making like a mockery Sorry, yeah, of, your, yeah. of your nickname. Yeah. I mean, bl- I, when I do ask him, I'll blame it on you. I you're okay with term. that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm okay with that. Okay, cool. Downtown Dana Brown. All right. He was asked yesterday about potential extensions for Kyle Tucker and Framber Valdez. One thing to note is Kyle Tucker and Framber Valdez are both still under team control for another three seasons. So if they don't get a deal done in spring training or during the season, they still have three years. They're not going anywhere. No, they're not. Uh, He said, quote, I felt a little more optimistic a week ago. I feel a little less optimistic. We may be further away, particularly on on Tucker than Valdez, but I'm one of those to keep hope alive until it's like, okay, let's circle back at a different date. I don't like to do, I don't like to do much of it during the season. If you can avoid that, he also said uh, later in this article, and this was written by Chandler Rome of the Houston Chronicle, um, that he was talking about a long-term deal and that Dana Brown said that Jim Crane is willing to quote, go further than his established highs. But Dana Brown said, I think Jim is willing to go further. I just don't know that I have the comfort of going as long as say, maybe I'll have to get, uh, I'll have to, to get Tucker done. I just don't like big deals. If they're open for something a little more than five, Maybe I would be open to doing that. I'm sure Jim would be too. I think Jim is very open, but doing 10-year deals, I don't know if we'll ever get to that point. That's a lot of years, man. I'm not comfortable doing 10. Him and I are in the same church in the same church pew. I'll say it. I've said it for a handful of years, and it became more um, 
relevant when Carlos Correa was asking for it. No way. No you, friggin' way. You wouldn't do it for Kyle Tucker? No. Doesn't matter the player. No. Say it again. Louder. Jeremy Pena? No. He wins the MVP in the league this year. I'm not giving him a 10-year deal. Just not doing it. Well, not doing it. Find me one that's worked out. What was Buster Posey's deal? Let me get that real quick. I don't think it was 10, but obviously the biggest one is is the biggest was uh, Albert Pujols. We saw how that ended. Now, listen. He got cut. Trout didn't even get a... Trout's isn't... How long's Trout's? Let me... 11 years, 10 years, something like that. Now, his MVPs are working out, and he's a great player. He had a 12-year deal. 12-year deal. How many mm-hmm. How many World Series he won? Uh, none. They've been to the playoffs once. Great player. And how many... And he's played in, what, three games? Got swept? Yeah, they got... They, got, they played in one series. So, to me, MVPs are great, and you invested in it. What's the goal of a team? To win a guy an MVP or win a World Series? It's a World Series. And no, is, and you, how do I feel about Kyle Tucker? Judging from your... Yeah, you my, pound, my, the, pe- love pound him. the team for it. But I think with the Mike, Mike Trout thing is he came into the organization when they were hampered and, and hand-tied behind their back with because of the pool holes. And they brought him in and thought, this is the best player on the planet. And he validated that. He did. It just didn't lead because they couldn't pitch their way out of a wet paper bag. Right. Do I love Kyle Tucker? I absolutely do. If I didn't give Carlos Correa one, why the hell would I give Kyle Tucker one? Correa had, had has trophies on the wall, was obviously the the leader and the heel to other teams. People loved him here. Platinum winning Gold Glove shortstop, won them both. Uh, clutch hitting in the postseason. What's not to like? And you didn't you didn't sniff ten years with him. Buster Posey's was an eight year deal. And this early in their career, Kyle Tucker has not been better than Carlos Correa. Yet Kyle Tucker, I would pay. Listen, extension. I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna pay him what he's worth. I sure as hell wouldn't have hoped it wouldn't have come to arbitration like it did. But I'm gonna pay him. I'm not giving him ten years. I'm just not. I uh, listen. Certain guys sit on one side. They'll give up anything. Certain guys sit on the other. I like Jim Crane. Jim Crane's approach with a little with a little leeway like Dana Brown's talking about. Maybe you've got to go seven years instead of six. I'm not going ten. Not with Pena. Not with Javi. You don't ever do it with pitchers for the most part. I'm not doing it with Tucker. I wouldn't do it with Alvarez. They didn't do it with him on the extension. I, I, I won't do it. You don't need to. And if you do, uh, to tell me again, how, how's Tatis worked out so far? Uh, he's been injury in injury and, and pools. Uh, obviously, well, we saw the pool also ended. <laughs> Listen, he literally got cut. I, I don't, and it may work out, release, but it, it's usually say. the outlier when it works out. You, when you're 38, you're still raking. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, to, to me, I'm not doing it. I'd rather pay you a lot more yearly than I would six extra years or five extra years of mid-level production. Now, it may be different for some. I'm just not doing it. So then what about like signing uh, like Jose Abreu. He's 36 years old. What's the difference between signing How many Kyle years Tucker they signed him for? Three, but what I'm saying is they signed him in the back half of his career. So what's the difference between locking up Kyle Tucker for 10 years now and keeping him until he's 36? Well, when Kyle Tucker wins an MVP, we can have that conversation. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. So, and timing. I'm, I'm not and, a big believer in 10-year contracts. But. Remember, okay, so if the first baseman was, give me a Freddie Freeman's here at first base. Mm-hmm. Abreu's not here. The guy they're replacing is pushing 40 and had a struggle, struggled to hit last year. Timing worked for Abreu as well. And right. then what are they paying him for three years? 
And we're not asking him to come to a team and be the guy. We're just happen to be fit in and be a guy. Your sixth hitter on a three-year contract. I'm not paying Kyle Tucker 10 years, and I'd pay him a bunch for six or seven. I'm not paying him for 10 years. And if Pena wins the MVP this year, I'm not signing him for 10 years. And I friggin' crawl 10 miles over broken glass, pounding the table for that guy and letting Carlos Correa go. So I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it. And I wouldn't see Soto's going to get 500 million for whatever or whatever he's going he's to break the bank. But that's the Padres deal. Doesn't mean it's for everybody. And for some, it may end up working. For me, I'm in the Jim Crane. Well, I don't need to give you 10 years. So much can happen. I don't care if you're 22 or 30. So much can happen in 10 years. And if you're a great player, while well, you like the security, and if you, you go five or six years, guess what? 22 gets you to 28. Then you're going to say, well, because listen, in Mahomes' case, mm-hmm. his contract in truth is going to be outdated. And if you remember when people signed, when he signed, you know what people said? Dude, why are you signing that long as good as you are? You'll get another one. It, it, when I say outdated, he's, there are going to be three or four guys pass him up that aren't as good as him. Same thing here. Go rake for five years, get that guaranteed money, and then go get another seven-year deal. And in the end, it is 12 years, and, you better, and you're making more money than you would have if you signed a 13-year deal. If Trout would have signed for five years what he's done, what, do, 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 don't you think he'd get another huge one? Yes. Sure. Sure he would. So for me, I don't do 10-year deals, yeah. and I wouldn't. What's the latest on Jordan, Jordan Alvarez and his hand? We'll talk about it next on the Sean Salisbury Show. Hey, classic Chevy Sugarland, the very best, and it's during rodeo season. We got some deals for you. Aside from the fact that when you purchase a new vehicle, you're going to get some handmade premium boot, boots with every vehicle purchased. That's a good gig. Nice little side bonus. Sitting on that doggone seat when you, when you go for it. How about up to $8,000 off those unbelievable, and I drive one, Chevy Silverados, those custom pickup trucks, 0% APR with approved credit, no payments, zero payments for four months. That's 120 days. And they got 400 of those Silverados in stock. And they've got more inventory than anyone in Houston. And it's a lifetime engine guarantee while those supplies last. Equinoxes, there's 50 of those available and a lifetime engine guarantee as well right there. And it's all obviously with approved credit on the 0% APR and no payments for 120 days. Classic Chevy Highway 6, the sister, uh, when I say the sister, their other um, dealership. They're open on Sunday. So if you're driving around say, I missed on Saturday with Classic Chevy Chevy, and nobody's open. Oh, that's right. Classic Chevy Highway 6 is open. Pop on in there. Ask for Jeff or Tiffany Sebastian. Tell them I sent you. And remember, they are the GM dealer of the year for 12 years in a row. The deals are through the roof. Eight grand off Silverados, 0% AC, APR with approved credit, and no payment for 120 days. 12 years in a row, GM dealer of the year is Classic Chevy Sugarland. ClassicChevySugarland.com. Putting the logic in illogical. Former pro Sean Salisbury continues to break it down on 790. A couple of segments left here on the Sean Salisbury Show. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lima, Ryan Money. I'm friggin' bringing it. Since not into making love. Nice, Fitty. Yeah. Just in case you didn't know, I call him Curtis. Fitty. 
fifth. Fitty will get you 75. What about a fitty burger? 75. Good 50 cent investment get you 75 cents. What about a 60 burger? I think they call it a 50 piece, don't they? 50 piece. 50 piece. 60 sorry, burger. 60 burger. Thanks to uh, thanks for that nice cut. Appreciate it. Because it's your birthday. <laughs> Today's today. my birthday. Yep. It is. Are we going to party like it's your birthday? We're going to party birthday like month. it is your birthday. It's my birthday month. Yeah, man. How about people celebrate my birthday? <laughs> For the rest of the month. Oh, nope. I don't think that's going to happen. Just today. All good. So thank you guys. Do you have plans today? Um, I can confirm. You can. Mm-hmm. But we don't know the... You don't know the plans? No. It's really none of your damn business. Okay. It's I'm none kidding. of your business, Ryan. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, you know, good plan. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, and a whole lot of a bunch of other stuff. But, you know, you guys, we got stuff going on over the weekend so we can fit, you know... Since it's a Thursday and we got a work day tomorrow, mm-hmm. got to work. You know what I'm saying, yeah, I'm gonna go cut a party. I don't want to cut a party short. Right, I'm gonna go home get straight to bed so I can be focused for tomorrow. There you go. Nice. Yep. There you go, man. Yeah, all good. Good. What's on your mind, man? What am I caller now? Yeah, what's on your mind? Yeah. Tell me what's on your mind. Uh, hey, Sean. Uh, how you doing? Brian here. First time, long time. Hey, man. How are you guys? Great. Good. Good. Hey. Um, I just want to uh, a couple couple points here, and then I'll hang up and listen. Um, first things first. Hey, Sean, happy birthday! Thank you, uh, well, Rhino. Hey, first uh, things good, first. I'm the realist. Good music you're playing. It's questionable. Um, do you guys have any updates on Jordan Alvarez? Yeah, it hasn't. Okay, hit yet. and then my next it hasn't point. hit yet. It's <laughs> my best impression. I can't do it. First time, long time. First time, long time. Yeah. First time caller, long time listener. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So you feel good about the Texans and their D coordinator? Uh, yeah. Who's going to call the plays? Uh, D'Amico Ryan still hasn't been determined yet. But uh, real quick, the uh, let me pay off the tease. Jordan Alvarez, Dana Brown said, quote, his hand is going to be fine. He's going to start swinging the bat on Saturday, and he's going to have a bunch of time to get ready. We're optimistic about it. It just takes time. So he's going to start swinging on Saturday. That's a good day to swing. Optimi- good optimism. Swinging usually is a good thing on a Saturday. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah, Saturday's yeah, no, a good yeah, day. Good. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, because he could rest on Sunday. So in case something happens. But um, yeah, I think his hand's going to be fine. Hopefully. I hope, I no, hope. In truth, let's hope so because we need him in the middle of that lineup doing MVP things. Let's go to Terrence. Good morning, Terrence. Good morning, guys. Uh, just wanted to say what an honor it is to share the same birthday as one of the most famous supporting actors in a comedy role, a USC quarterback, an NFL quarterback. I mean, can't say enough, and, and Notorious B.I.G.'s death day. So if we get some bump back music with some Notorious B.I.G., that'd be awesome. Great call. Thank you very much, Terrence. I appreciate that. I mean, the, the the biggest focus was on the snubbed and the best supporting actor in a comedy role. And happy birthday to him as well. Yeah, I like to call him T-Dog. Yeah. Now, Terrence, Terrence, way to go, and uh, appreciate it. And so he wants uh, he wants a little, who did he say, Biggie? Biggie, yep. B-I-G. The, the, the notorious B-I-G. Correct. East Coast Biggie. Yeah. There you go. So appreciate that, Terrence. I like it. Ryan, can you... Uh Get us some B.I.G. I don't think Brian, I don't think Brino knows who B.I. Notorious B.I.G. is. Well, first of all, I do. Second of all, he has a song called Party and B.S. And I've, you know, that's the closest thing to like a party or birthday that I can find by him so far. But it doesn't have a clean version. So we're probably gonna go, not going to go back to the uh, the drawing board there. Maybe a little Big Papa, you know, did, something did, classic. By chance, uh, did you guys see who the uh, Arizona Cardinals released? 
Kyler Murray. I'm just kidding. Wide receiver chosen, Robbie Anderson. He changed his name to Chosen. Is that his real first name now? He changed his name to Chosen. That's not a nickname. That's the, no. Yeah. It's nice, man. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, great name. Didn't LeBron the once the Chosen one? He was the, he's he was, the Chosen yeah. one. That was like a nickname. Yeah. Hmm. And then there's, you know, biblical. Simba. Simba was the Chosen one. So It's biblical, isn't it? Chosen. Chosen. Anderson. Well, <laughs> Apparently he was chosen by a different team. Because <laughs> he wasn't chosen ass. by that one. Got him. Got him. Chosen, huh? If you could change your name to one word, what would it be? Chosen. <clears throat> uh, lot of. A lot of money? A lot of money. Oh. That's a lot of money right there. 6'5 Jesus. I think I would change my name to like Tito or something. Tito? Yeah. I think I would go something like Chip Skylark. What? What? Chip Skylark <laughs> money? No, no, just Chip Skylark. No, no, you got to keep the last name. Oh, I got to keep my yeah, last yeah. name. Okay. Sean Shan- Shim. Sean. Sean. I'm trying to go God Sham God. Sean Meatloaf. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm not. What? <laughs> Instead of Salisbury steak. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it probably wouldn't be anything to do biblical, like I was kidding about what, to six like five Jesus, or, or like uh, what do he call himself? It's chosen Rob Anderson. Robbie Anderson. His yeah. name is Robbie Anderson. So you talking but about he like, has officially changed his name and will be known as Chosen Anderson. Um, Ron Artest is available. I'll be Ron Artest. No, see, you have a, to keep the last. Name. No, he but he's met a world peace now. I so know I that be, I could be Ron Artest. Okay, money. Okay, there we go. So I'm your change, name's you know what? Artest. How about, yeah. how about I got one? Do you want to go really gaudy and cheesy and like arrogant? Uh-huh. Top Shelf Sean. So top, top, top Shelf, shelf Sean. Sean Salisbury. So you keep the Sean. Top Shelf Richard Sean Salisbury. I go four names. Wow. Well, it's really five. 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 I'll, I'll, hype and, I'll hype in the Top Shelf. There you go. Top Shelf Richard Sean Salisbury. And get it changed down at the at the City Hall. What about like... Yeah. Uh, but Brian, what are you going with? Yeah, I just I don't he know. He said Tito. Probably Tito. Why Tito? Tito Lalima. Yeah, man. Tito Lalima just got a good ring to it. Why, why did you all of a sudden start talking like you're from Escondido? Esco. Yeah, I'm do it Tito again. Hey, hey, you're you're Brian, so now now your name's Tito. What you? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey. Go ahead, Tito. Tito, hey. how you doing today, man? Hey, man, what's going on? Hey, Orale Holmes. That's that's how Tito talks. So hey, that's automatic. Tito. If you're Tito, you're from Esco. Hey, Tito Lalima, I know a couple Titos. Tito Lalima. That's yeah. a good ring. It is, Tito, right? That sounds good. It's got a good sense. Your middle name's La. Yeah, your right. last name, Lima. Yeah. Tito. Tito Lalima. Tito. Tito. Tito Lalima. Tito, eh? Tito, man. What's going on? You said, what up, Holmes? Hey, what up, Orale? So you're talking like you're from my neck. From Esco, yeah. Yeah, from Esco. Mean exactly. Street. Right, right, right. Exactly. Tito Lalima. Uh-huh. Top <laughs> Shelf Sean. And what's your name? Ron Ryan Ar- Muddy. Ron I'm Artest. Either, I'm either Ron Artest or a lot of money, yeah. <laughs> I think Lotta. Yeah, L-O-T-T-A, right? Yeah, Not right, a lot. Lotta. Lotta. of money. What's your middle name? No, no middle name like Cheryl. <laughs> oh, you're just Lotta. Yeah, I'm just Lotta. Nice. I like that. A lot of money. Okay. I like it. Chosen Anderson, released by the Cardinals. Ooh, my middle name could be Frickin'. A lot, lot of Frickin' money. money. <laughs> there you go. That's LFM, dog. Tito Lalima. There it Tito is. Tito Lalima. They're on to something. What are they? S.A. What's up, Holmes? What are they on? Come down. Let's go to the main streets of Esco, Holmes. Yep. So you get some ice cream limonada. Yeah. Oh, look at this. my peeps, man. Oh, look at the time. We got to break. We got to go to break for Tito. Tito Lalima. What a great name. Oh, man. Top shelf, Sean. There it is. Will D'Amico Ryans call the plays for the defense? We'll talk about it next in the show on Sports Talk 790. 
takes in Houston sports. So emotionally tied to this team. The Sean Salisbury Show continues. All right, let's go. On Sports Talk 790. Birthday. 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 Not in my, not in, not, not in the main street. Not in this establishment. Yeah, not in the meats, dude. Dude, you probably go into Escondido and you probably drive by like. Don't mention drive by like when Escondido. Careful, careful, careful. Like yeah. a Target, a Starbucks, probably a Dutch Bros, probably a couple of In and Outs, Einstein, Barnes and Nobles. No, we still have a Der- Einstein Bro Bagel Shop. We still have a Derwiner Schnitzel in my town. Like the hot dog spot? With the chili cheese dog. Derwiner yeah. Schnitzel is in the same spot it was. When I was knee high to a hiccup, knee high to a hiccup. knee high to old a school hiccup. people is like, oh, I don't think I don't, that makes sense. It does. It, I don't know where it came from. Knee high to a grasshopper. Google. You mean? Are you I sure? I think it said knee high to a hiccup. Maybe I heard that somewhere and put two. I, I mixed I think it's them knee high to a grasshopper. It's knee high to a grasshopper. It could be a hiccup too. Maybe it isn't. Maybe I put two together. Um, it is. Uh, it is definitely not knee high to a. Hiccup. It could be somewhere. I heard that. Why would I make that up? Because you make stuff. I know up. what knee high to a grass grasshopper, but it was knee high. I don't know. I don't know why that came into play. Maybe it was one of your mixed metaphors that I dreamed about. Knee high to a yeah, it's, basketball it's goal. Knee high to a grasshopper. But there's got to be more than one knee high, right? Um, knee high to a Belgian Malinois. Yeah, that was it. I
And? <laughs> Is that what we and? <laughs> Talking about Esco, man. Roll I know, in. but you're Two like chains. the mean streets of Esco. When in reality, you go there, hey, uh, Sean, I'll meet you at the Barnes & Nobles for our usual 4 p.m. Uh, <laughs> the latte? Yeah. No. No, dude. A little flat white from Starbucks? Come on, man. Come on. Add a pinch of honey? <sighs> a dash of it? There's a Starbucks there. There's probably a Starbucks There's in a San Marcos, too. There is. Is I've there been a, there? Yeah, it's just mean streets, dude. Okay, yeah. Just oh, yeah, yeah, temper your okay. knee-high to a hiccup, Tito. Okay? I actually sounded like you. Well, knee-high to a grasshopper's obvious. <laughs> knee-high to a hiccup. Well, how did I hear knee-high to a hiccup? Hiccups don't have height, though. They might. Maybe that's why. I mean, maybe. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe when you were young, Ryan, you, you couldn't get your, rid of the hiccups. You got, the your, you got your finger on the pulse of the hiccups? Yeah, no, I can't keep up with that. <laughs> Do you okay. got your finger on the pulse of 2 chains? Definitely, yeah. Because I mean, I'm the one that knew he wore four bracelets. Rate Big mm. Booty, 1 to 10. The song? No, just Big Booty. <laughs> he played it, so put a rating on it. Well, she has a big booty, so I call her Big Booty. Right. right? But what am I rating her? Is, do, do you like Look Big Booty? Him. He's like deep in it, dude. Uh, Not deep in the... the yeah. yeah I, mean, I, I mean, we're talking like, what, nine and a half minimum? Yeah, gotta, gotta be gotta nine, be, right? six yeah. minimum. Be, yeah. Yeah, gotta be. Okay. Yeah. There you go. It's just tough. It's like, you know, trying to figure out who's going to win MVP. I just There's so many variables and well, parameters, I mean, and then the do narrative we, all do we, do we know? Do we have any idea what the criteria is? We don't know the criteria, and I can tell For you MVP that, or no, for the for, rating for, for the rating of big booty probably you, is it with well, an F or a PH well, if, right well, for Kendrick Perkins if it's a white booty it's out well I checked with Kendrick no it's Perkins, in I'm sorry for Kendrick Perkins and he said the panel on this show is 100% white so that's going to be a problem but we all like big booty <laughs> did you say onion an onion yeah, ass onion it makes you cry yeah. yeah because it has layers you know, and it'll and it'll make you it'll make, make you, you cry to bring a tear to your eye mm. interesting mm. yeah Mm. This show has flown by today. On it has. What happened? Where did the time go? Where did the time go? Birthday, 60th that's what birthday for birthday, Sean yeah. Salisbury. Yep. I'm going to yeah. go. Yep. Yep. You're going to go what? Just, uh, uh, He's going to go break a golf simulator, right? Or is that tomorrow? Rhino. Rhino. Whoa, 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 whoa. And don't call it a golf simulator. Why don't you call it what it is? The perfect round? The perfect round. Okay. If you ever want to <laughs> play sorry. there. Oh, yeah, exactly. I don't You know what? I'm going to actually go get a sweat in right now. Oh. Do what? And then I'm gonna I'm gonna go get a sweat in, and then I'm gonna go to the gym. Ah, oh, see what uh, I so did there. Gonna, hey. How are you gonna get your sweat uh, in? Hey, have walk, a walk, shot. I'm gonna walk Is kilo. Go to the bathroom. I'm gonna walk a kilo. Of, oh, okay. Walk have a kilo. Couple of shots of. Thank you guys for the gift. Appreciate You're it. Welcome. It was very nice. Yeah. And thank you for all the birthday wishes, and thanks for the callers and listeners. Same way, and all you guys on Twitter. Appreciate you. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Wow. Uh, what do you want a speech? That's all she wrote. Yep. You want a monologue to get us out of here? Nope. No. No Ricky Gervais? Nope. Okay. I couldn't keep up with him. He's too good. Or Ricky Gervais. Which one is it? Maybe Molly Karim? Jerry Sell That's out. not it. Nat King Cole? You don't call him that. Nat Cole King? That's what you call him. There oh, you go. Okay. Been a good day, Rhino. Way, yeah. to, way to show up. Appreciate, yeah, appreciate you. It. Hey, Thanks. glad you're here, Rhino. Once again, happy birthday, Sean. Thank Enjoy you. the day. Thank you. Always appreciate it. 60 years young. For Sean Salisbury, our producer, Ryan Money, I am Brian Lima. Thank you for listening. We're back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., but don't go anywhere. Next up with Stan Norfleet and Chris Gordy is coming up next here on Sports Talk 790.